0: Let's talk about that.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the live stream Outpost Frequencies brought to you by the last movie,
2: outpost.com. I apologize, all of your... George. Um, you are you are being heard, but you're not being seen. So I will fix that. You continue, <laughs> continue to. I was going to say, that's probably a good thing. Nobody
0: wants <laughs> to see it. Just like his mother always wished. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a shame because I've got my new office all set up and all my nice, all oh, my nice yeah. things um yeah but, so and um, yes welcome to the last movie uh for all of your movie news reviews and everything all cool about film oh, i can see now yeah it's only sean on on the camera it's just just sean
2: that's even worse that's just gonna put people yeah. off you're <laughs> not on
1: you're not on there either yoda
2: no i've just got him right now okay okay
1: Okay, right. Okay, so um, good evening and, and hello. Oh, I say good evening. It's early early evening for us now because of you guys have had your daylight saving hours, and so I was
0: informed that <laughs> I needed to be. Dude, I've Earth. saved so much daylight, <laughs> and like there was daylight dying all winter, but luckily we put a stop to it. And you can Someone donate to, you can donate to my Save the Daylight GoFundMe where I'm helping <laughs> orphan daylight. Uh, <laughs> Sean Thompson at gmail.com will be the uh, donation for PayPal fair enough uh, it also goes certainly... into it also is just happens to be the same uh, donation for the Sean Thompson retirement and extra gun fund so, <laughs> but I don't commingle
1: those I don't commingle uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they are completely separate entities that money was just resting in my account um, <laughs> oh, of course you guys wouldn't get that because you've never seen Father Ted yeah um, Father Teddy, if, if, uh, for the English people over here, they are now laughing because they know what that is. It's a very irreverent, uh, satirical sitcom about three priests on an island in Ireland. Uh, it sounds Ireland.
3: great.
0: So what are they, if there's no child to molest, what do they do? No,
1: the thing is, is, I know it sounds completely dull, but it is one of the funniest TV programs ever made. If <laughs> you get a chance right. to watch it, it is brilliant. I'm hooked already. Cynical, you you oh, are God.
2: hosting, right? You off for one week, you haven't introduced <laughs> anybody, you just, you guys yeah, are get... It's already Excuse a me, for... I was
1: thrown completely off whack. I was going through my introduction when I heard, uh, no one can do. You You but know what, what this yeah. is,
2: you know what this is, you know the technical difficulties I have every goddamn week. <laughs> you should be used to it by now. This is on you, buddy, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> oh, this is on me. Um, okay, so I am your host, apparently, not yours, Lucas, and with me, as always is our technical expert, Yoda.
2: Hi.
1: <laughs> I like pooters. I can't move my mouse because my mouse is over the left-hand side <laughs> of the screen, but it's on the left-hand side of the mouse mat, and I don't know how to get I, it back. I,
2: I
0: like to pet the mouse. until. Oh!
1: <laughs> I've got my pet, and I love him, and I pet him, and he will be my friend.
0: <laughs> now that's a, now, now nobody's laughing at that because we're the only three old bastards that would even get that one.
2: Yeah, that's what uh, uh, public school is actually worth a shit. They gave you books (laughs) that weren't my mamas and shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Had to read Steinbeck and and Shakespeare. Oh, that's
1: right. Oh, good old Shakespeare. Um, Right, anyway, so, and also we've got Sean with us this evening. Hello, Sean.
0: Hi. I'm so excited to talk about Star Trek Wars again. This
1: is is a good one. (laughs) I think you're going to enjoy this because we, I mean. Oh, me too. I am not going to be. This isn't a kind of. This is going to be a competition, but it's going to be more of a competition of who is getting screwed over more, you know. And so I think it, you might actually enjoy it because it's not. It's not a kind of like who's is better, Star Wars or Star Trek, because we all know the answer to that, obviously, Star Wars. Um, but but <laughs> who's, who's getting screwed over more? Because this is going to be quite the debate, I think, because both sides have got a good argument. In, uh, in light of what's been going on. But should we talk about some other news in the uh, first of all? For, before we get started, we got to talk about the
0: uh, movie news video from last night that was great. The Putin <laughs>
2: if <laughs> right. Anybody asks, okay, you guys wonder why we put politics, why we end up talking some politics sometimes. It's not because we want to. It's because freaking Stacey Abrams appears on Char- Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that piece of human excrement who has that, that wonderful photo of her maskless with all the little children around her mask, all the underlings masked, you know, the, the, the one who can't accept that she didn't. So then I, you know, all these Hollywood stars that, you know, kiss, just get up there, act, and shut the hell up because you don't know what you're talking about most of the time. Uh, they're all about Ukraine. And then that video came out, that video with uh, Vladimir Putin singing Blueberry Hill, with Kevin Costner, Goldie Hawn. Uh, I believe Monica Bellucci was there, but I wasn't sure if I could see her.
0: She's got some really great talent. <laughs> Both of them. Yes, talent. Like her, oh my God. So she, that, She's got
2: huge tracks of land.
0: So is that they really were at some kind of event with him singing that. That, that is
2: that's... absolutely 100% authentic. I, I, I moved around some of the reaction shots to keep the, yeah. the the thing short, yeah. but the but they're from that video, and you can find Goodness it all right. over YouTube. That is not a bullshit video. I didn't make. What it was up. the
0: event? What was the event going on? Who gives on a today? shit? I just wondered because Putin it was some.
2: It was it, it was in twenty ten, so Putin would have. I don't know if he was still president of Russia. I think it was Med Medvedev at that time. Twenty ten.
0: He's been president for.
2: Eight,
0: no, oh, no, no, no! Remember, he took a hiatus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um, uh, but. You know, he certainly was still pulling the strings and oh, he certainly was still murdering all his rivals wherever he could. <laughs> and he was still a piece of shit. And OK, you end up at a gala and he happens to be there. Maybe you just kind of sit there on your hands. But <laughs> but Sharon Stone looks like she was ready to jump his ass. I mean, God damn, the, the, the enthusiasm they had for him was sickening.
0: Do, does nobody remember the enthusiasm Hollywood and the media had for Gorbachev? I'm, I remember Rush Limbaugh even term, yeah. coined a term called the Gorbasm yeah. For when Gorbachev <laughs> would be... Yeah, because really, they would... Any <laughs> oh, Anytime he was in the news, they were like, oh, oh.
2: But, you know, there, and, was, there was at least some kind of, like... Whether or not they were misled or not, you could say we all thought or we kind of assumed, that Gorbachev was trying to bring Soviet Union away from its horrible past. OK, whether that was true or not, let's just say that was the thing you were rooting for, which is not a bad thing to root for. I kind of give him that. What are you rooting for with Putin? He has been yeah. a piece of shit since the very beginning, since the yeah. day he took over
0: for Yeltsin. I like him. I, yeah, Sorry. I mean, the man I gets it. the Great job. I got <laughs> to admit, there's something about an iron fist dictator that kind of appeals to me. I mean, yeah. Have you seen the picture of him topless on the horse? I mean, the whew. bear. It's a bear. It's a bear. Get it right. <laughs> the, my favorite. I, I, I have that clip, for my
2: special time in the bathroom.
0: Yeah. My favorite <laughs> clip is when Putin's at that thing and that woman comes running up to him topless, and all those guys <laughs> are trying to stop her. And he goes, Woo <laughs> That was so. I was like, "How can you know?" Kind of. I can relate to that. That's all I'm saying. I, just saying, I, that, I must
2: that admit,
1: is... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've missed all of this. Basically, my new house has not got a TV area working, <laughs> and so I haven't seen the news or anything. I mean, you know, it could have been the rapture outside, and I have no idea. Well, that's
2: probably started. why you're still <laughs> you're smiling <started. laughs> and still in a good mood,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been great not over the TV. Ignorance really is bliss. It is. Uh, so, yeah, I, all I've been doing is
0: catching up on... Anyway, and that's let's, an let's move on. Let's try to move on from the politics, so we don't. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that but, the video
2: popped up recently. It was great. It's it was it's it's kind of making the rounds. People are like, you know, writing stories here and there about it. Of course, not in the big mainstream ones because nobody wants to embarrass their their people that get them into good parties. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah. it, it's I was like. I can't believe this is a thing, and it just was too good to pass up. So
0: yeah, it was great. dude. It was an inspired moment. It was it, it was weird at first because you you had
1: the the tweets from certain people, and I was thinking you almost thought I was what? being
2: serious, didn't you?
1: Yeah, and I was thinking, why? Yeah, are you I saying, did. Why is he doing this? And then when it I went thought, to this whole party, I was just jaw on the floor.
0: Just... I thought for sure <laughs> he was like, well, he's trying to be fair to show we're not just constantly grabbing. You know? <laughs> Do I know how to
2: <laughs> do I know how to plan a setup or what
0: you said that oh. I got totally sandbagged I was like well done <laughs> it's like somebody so, served me divorce papers or something that's how shocked <laughs> I was <laughs> As,
2: and, and I do appreciate you guys not talking about my abysmal split screen
0: no that was good that it was, was good
2: it was so obvious wait you mean you don't edge. have a twin
0: yeah <laughs> I watched it on my phone and didn't notice any. You have to
2: watch on a screen that small to not notice. <laughs>
0: well, you know, most people are watching that stuff. I guess,
2: I, you know, I, I, am I'm, I'm using this as an opportunity to play around with different ideas with cameras and, and things like that, special effects and everything. I thought I would give it a try; it'll be fun. And I played with that for like an hour and a half, and I could not get those two goddamn scenes to match up in color. Or, or I should have put it both in black and white, been done with it, but you know.
1: <laughs> you may think uh, that we've run out of color here, but that's not the case. It's simply that the fact that I can't get the bloody no, behind my... no, it's,
2: it's, the... it's just incompetence. That's what it is. You
0: know, you, you know, you've truly hit rock bottom when you're making YouTube videos in black and white.
2: <laughs> there's a great, there's artist, great story. Thank you.
1: There's a great story about a movie called If with Malcolm McDowell, and it was directed by. Um, I can't remember their name now, but there was a whole. It's it's quite a, a, a sort of deep movie and it's quite a cult status and stuff. And there was a whole section of them in the middle of it shot in black and white. And for years, these film critics have mused and sort of said, oh, this was shot in black and white because, you know, they were showing the oppression of society and blah, 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 and all And it was only years later that the director came out and said, we couldn't afford color. So yeah, there's an anime. An- <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: there's a famous anime from the. 90s, or 90s i guess it's called gunbuster and the last the last like 20 or 30 minutes of the episode <laughs> it's done and this very convincing it's like black and white freeze frames of this major battle and, and it's the only and you think oh what, what? and it's like oh it looks yeah, so yeah yeah it's so stark it's it, like yeah. oh, it's like watching a world war ii and then like about five or ten years ago it's like no we just ran out of money and <laughs> <laughs> art from adversity and it was very and it's very and it really is you know kind of it gives it a real you know ambiance of like you get this desperation because you know there are these freeze frames and and stuff but uh, I just like like, the
1: fact that there are people out there who sort of think oh no I completely understand what the director was trying to do there you know I was I'm really on their save wave save wave and it's just like yeah, we just run out of money. So Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know. That's uh, like I oh, do. Well, yes, I'm like, looking uh, at my statement. Like, I, 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 I totally understand <laughs> what's going on. Have here. you heard that have you guys ever heard that story about when Sam Pick and Paul had done the um the Wild Bunch and he was at like, you know, the whatever you call it, the the press roundabout tour of it and some uh you know, intellectual media type gets up. Like, so at the ending, is this so violent? Because, you know, this is your stance on the the war in Vietnam and how violent and useless it is and futile. And You know, it goes on for 10 minutes and he goes, no, I just like a good shoot em up
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, way, no, it's Do, no, no,
2: anything else. That's an interesting, like, you know, Clerks was famously, you know, it was black and white because he just couldn't afford film stock. And people don't realize how, how much film stock actually costs and the price difference between mm-hmm. color and, and black and white is significant. Now, of course, everything's digital. Nobody, you know, yeah. it, it obviously is a choice. But you bring up a good point, Sean. Do you think that there's, that sometimes, there maybe unconsciously or maybe through adversity or something like that, that there is more to the actual product than even the creators expected? Like, you, you say, well, did you mean all this? It's like, yeah, but you could easily see it in there, and even if maybe it wasn't meant to, does that mean it isn't there?
0: Yeah, i I think that oftentimes it is because th- these are creative people that they even with little to work with, they're still going to impart. They're going to you know, and and oftentimes they, I think they find that when they're restricted, they go back to like their their you know film school days or when they were young trying to make it, and they get more creative maybe than they would have when they've got the laziness of. You know all this stuff to work with. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look at um, uh, Spielberg's. Um, what, what's that first TV movie you made about the the truck chasing the guy? The Jewel. duel. Uh, there's nothing in that really. You know, special effects wise, but man, it's really compelling stuff. Well, and I, then you go, then you look at Ready Player One, and you're like, well, yeah. You know. So well, I think that the they've got Star it
2: there's, there's, yeah. The original Star Wars clearly, maybe this is our segue there, George, but uh, <laughs> uh, the original. If
0: you say it, it kind of loses it, you know? You yeah, that's what, it's what I was going to say. It's it. Like, yeah, it was so, it seems so planned, and then you ruined I'm sorry, it. sorry, you've met me, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: He's holding up a thing at the screen saying, switch
0: to yeah.
2: two. Switch to two. <laughs> I keep getting this idea you expect competence. I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. The, the original Star Wars certainly has some deep mythological underpinnings that I'm not, you know, because when when George was said he wanted to do it, it was basically on a bet. I bet you can't make just a fun, you know, sci-fi, you know, serial hmm. type movie because that's what it was all coming from. But there's there's so many, you know. It, it, Call it a you know a lightning in a bottle or whatever you want to call it, but it, it there's so many moments in there that clearly resonate well beyond just an awesome sci-fi adventure. That then yeah. you know people look. I love Back to the Future. I still watch Back to the Future. But nobody nobody is really as deeply you know into Back to the Future like people are into Star Wars. I mean, I think Jedi yeah. is now a religion for Christ's sake. You know, it's it's. It's bizarre. It's in
1: the UK. We had a massive census. And so yeah. they said, you know, basically, if you get over 10,000 people saying it, it's a recognized religion. So in the UK, I forgot yeah.
2: about that. So, I mean, how does that how does it's got to be more than just what George was trying to do? And I'm not saying that he didn't have a huge hand in it. And, and I always have defended George as being a great big idea man. Uh, it's the details where he gets bogged down. To, I don't know, Howard sad. the Duck,
0: I think Howard the Duck proves that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did he direct
0: that? He uh, already produced it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But you uh, know, you yeah. need
2: somebody to direct, and and he gets bogged down a lot of the technical details and that kind of stuff. But as far as the the big idea of Star Wars, you know, um, he he had that down pat, and then you had guys like Irvin Kirshner and and. Um, you know, good writers that helped him out, Kaz did, and all that, you know, at, at the top of their games, who really found that thing that really, they really a Yeah, a fork in civilization.
0: But, they did kill convers- what he meant to do better than even he could do. Absolutely.
1: Know? But then she conversely, I would say that he's, don't get me wrong. I mean, the original Star Wars, the writing is is brilliant. You know, you have got a great story where you're following these characters and, you know, it, it's it's great from beginning to end. But then he went on to write the prequels and kind of just messed everything up. You know, had it added the whole midi-chlorian thing, turned Vader into a child-murdering psychopath and all this kind of stuff. And it just... I, I always remember that I, it was in. I'm sure it was on one of the DVD extras for um, the Phantom Menace or something. And George was going through all the design of the characters, and I, I, I. I, I, I this might just be me. I'm sure he was looking at Watto, and this guy was saying, "Oh, we've got big jails on him," and blah blah blah, and all this kind of stuff. Make him Jewish. Said... <laughs> <laughs> but George, George said, "Oh, grief! I better get right in this thing." And I thought, that can't be right. I mean, I, I, I appreciate that Star Wars was written over several. Maybe years to get it to to the stage that it was the original Star Wars, and then the same with bringing in Castan and the others to to, to rewrite Empire and Jedi to, to to tie them all up. But Lucas, when he wrote the Phantom Menace and everything else, it just it took everything away, all of that magic and everything else. So on the one hand, his
0: writing is brilliant, but on the other hand, it is absolutely terrible. Well, I got a question. I got wait a minute. I got something that's always one I've always wondered about for years, and and I'm. No better to ask than you two dorks about this. (laughs) Why is it that even though the prequels are set years before the original three, why does the technology look so much more advanced than it does? You know, why couldn't they have? They could have easily recreated the look of the spaceships and the technology in the prequel movies, but everything looks so much more. You know, because between
2: 1977 and 1999, we had the computer revolution not.
0: yeah but <laughs> that's, that's the reason dude that really is right. yeah, yeah. and it looks cool yeah yeah but in reality I always thought that was really um if you watch like those and then go straight into the it's like man that's really striking how you know because di- they could have phased I, it in a little better you know I, I
2: guess I have a theory on that and I think that I think that watching current events and I won't go into that but I'm just saying that. If you look at some history and that kind of stuff, a a despot, um, tyrannical type of government, you know, with the iron fist and everything like that uh, falls apart. It doesn't you know, nobody's doing this for the greater good and people will try to um, pull out whatever value they can for themselves because it's the only way to survive and you can't do anything outside of what your leaders say because you might get choked to death <laughs> or 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 vadered or you know just murdered by your by your superiors right and i think that that uh, everything starts to decay pretty quickly um, they said it only was around for 30 years and I'm like going yeah i think there is i think there is some truth to the idea that um, if you if you do not have a good i don't I don't know social foundation and trust in in the leadership and you and freedom to you know pursue and do things in a, in a good way um you you know i i mean i'm just shocked at how the russian army is basically just a pile of turds that can't seem to do anything and i know that putin really re- rules with an iron hand and it's kind of like okay maybe there's some so i'm I'm wondering if that kind of feeds into more than what even lucas thought you know you had this this pinnacle time of the republic when everybody could do mostly whatever and everybody had representation and all that and then when it, you went under palpatine i mean he got rid of the clones he just conscripted people and you know stuff wasn't really well put together anymore you know there were no shields on tie fighters i mean you could go on and on i was like i think there may be some some yeah i mean interesting i'll buy whether to that
0: to, whether that's to the- me if that's intended or not, I'll I'll buy that though. You know, yeah. I guess it's 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 completely.
1: I mean, like I say, I don't look at anything through the eyes of politics at all. You know, it's it's very rare for me to do so. For me, like Tatooine, where the majority of um, the the original trilogy is set, obviously, you know, um, four and um, four and six are pretty, you know quite a lot of set on there. It's just a dirty, dusty old planet with crappy old stuff where nobody can get anything new whereas uh the phantom menace was set on boo where it was set in a palace where you know there was a ruling government and everything else and so everything did look cleaner and newer and fresher and and so they had the money to do that whereas tatooine never did that's oh that's the way i've always seen it yeah um, I,
2: you're not wrong on that i mean i think there's you know obviously we got all these locations and everything and we want to have different sets and all that kind of stuff i'm just i think Sean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're looking at more of the technology technological that, that's differences.
0: What I, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. the, you know they've got like Tony Stark stuff in the first in the prequels, and then everything's so dry. You know, and, and yeah, and that's I that's where I, you know I'm trying to come up with the, it. I can understand the rebels having cobbled together stuff, but the Empire, even at the end of the last prequel, when you know. Darth Vader comes out, no, you know, they go right into a scene and they're sitting on the bridge of a Star destroyer, or whatever, and it's like it's that it's like okay, they still would have had enough money and resources at that point to uh well the guys at the top
2: always do well,
0: Right, but oh, yeah. but, but they don't that's the
2: that's the thing though. You some, know, you go some right of it some of it's obviously. You know, special effects and stuff at the time,
0: but yeah, he, well, he just want you know he yeah. had new he could do it because of new technology, of course. And but you know, I always thought that was a very weird contrast to go Maybe from. Maybe
2: you're, you're 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 taking people from you know conscripting them, and stormtroopers can't seem to hit you know the the floor with a can of paint, let alone shoot anything worth a damn, and so. You know, maybe they simplified (coughs) all the controls because they're like, red button, stop, green button, go. (laughs) You got it?
1: (laughs) But then conversely, again, I just think it comes down to, I don't want to say laziness on George's part, but what he did with the prequels, on the one hand, I was excited to see it and everything else, but on the other hand, there is so much that just disappoints me with them. You know, like as I come back to the whole midi-chlorian thing and everything else, so just the fact that, he did change the style so that everything is clean and, and, and computer-generated in, in the prequels. It was just one of those things that he just didn't... I don't want to say didn't care about, but just didn't think about.
2: Well, I, I look at it, the prequels, like, if you look at it from a very broad strokes, I think there's some good framework there. Uh, a a republic at the height of its powers. Yeah. Um, a A Jedi who can't seem to get over what, you know, the things that he wants versus, you know, the greater good. Cause Luke mm. wasn't really interested in those kinds of things. He was, he was more interested in saving his friends and, and, and putting himself out there where, um, you know, so I think there's something there of a guy who can't let go of things. Um, and a Republic that has been corrupt, you know, and decadent and people are paying mm-hmm. each other off in the Senate and all that kind of stuff. um, and I think that, and then an external force, you know, the separatists, right? An external force that's been created to to put Palpatine in, in power. I think all yeah. of those ideas are good. After that, the execution and everything to get there. I, I also don't think it's a bad idea to say, hey, maybe the Jedi weren't as awesome as we think. Maybe they screwed up. I always
0: um, thought they were kind of the, you know sort of like <laughs> low-key villain. And
2: they are, you know. No, I, like, know, I know. We've had this
0: conversation I, before. But, I,
2: yeah, I, yeah <laughs> villains would have, yeah, that's the problem. They come across almost like villains or, you know, they they don't seem to, have, they seem to have lost their humanity, but I think they should have, you know, if it was done right, it could have been looked at as a failing and, uh, and a re-understanding of what Jedi should have been about that they've mm. forgotten along the way and that's, you know, maybe Yoda and Obi-Wan kind of were the only two that seemed to still follow that. And that the rest of the Jedi maybe fell or became evil. I mean, I think there's a lot of things they could have done. And I think there's some some ideas there. It's just that's not what we got. That the problem is, is especially when
1: you're making something like a sequel or a prequel, really, you have to pay attention to the details, and the devil is in the details. Yeah. When especially, when you know,
0: especially when you're talking about something like this, this is not some. <laughs> this isn't a prequel to. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it doesn't really matter. This is something uh, yeah. <laughs> people obsess over, so you don't, you know, you can't just half-ass it. You know, well, I mean, fan, not with a it's fan base like that. Chainsaw
1: massacre. Was he using two-stroke oil or was it four-stroke? Because <laughs> I mean, forget it. You know, if if he's using the wrong oil, then just it is forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a, That's good a good Black and Decker. <laughs> that wasn't what he liked. <laughs> uh, so, so George, would you agree with me that the basic framework that maybe failed but the basic framework that he that there was a a somewhat of an idea and a construction that we could we could we could say the execution was terrible but that there was a somewhat of a plan there and you could kind of see it through all the garbage
1: yes I always remember I always remember Rick McCallum who was the guy who produced the special editions and then the prequels I remember him talking about um Oh, the second one, Attack of the Clones. And he said that the script was so... I can't remember the word he used, but he said we could change things as we were working on it. And again, I keep thinking, no, if you're making a film, you have to have the script down. That is the backbone. Yeah. That is the thing that has to be the foundation of everything. And if you're moving that around and shifting stuff and everything else, it just goes to pot. And I mean, that the actual plot details, again, the devil in detail, if you watch the red letter media um, of both Phantom Men, or well, all three of them, they break down what is wrong with those movies. Yeah, I'm
0: going to in... step out to take this dog out, or it's going to bark and aggravate everybody, everybody. So I'll be right back. Don't, don't let
2: it detonate all right. on the carpet.
0: <laughs> all right. That's what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> Uh, what,
2: what I'm, what I'm trying to say, George, is that we, we know what the failings are of the prequels, but we can see that there was at least a, a rough blueprint that was put together. There was a plan executed poorly. So getting to today's subject, what was the blueprint of the sequels? I don't see anything. Right.
1: Uh, this is exactly the point. I I've always maintained that with the with the sequel trilogy, I always got the impression that Rick McCallum, like I say, particularly was was guilty of this. That George came to him and said, "Okay, here's the story." And Rick McCallum should have said, "George, this isn't great. I think we need maybe a few more rewrites. Maybe get some other people in." But instead, he just said, "Nope. Yeah, this is great. We'll make this." And and because of that. George was, I, I, the way I see is he was surrounded by yes men, men who were just simply there to say yes. And so whatever George thought was yes. And nobody stood up to him and said, actually, George, do you know what? You know, you might want to back the. And with the sequel, with the sequel trilogies, exactly the same thing happened. Kathleen Kennedy came in. There was no plan. There was no blueprint. There was, there was nothing that showed there was a cohesive story that people were going to follow. I mean, I've I've come back and I've said this I know a thousand times before, but Kevin Feige, Fiage, Feige, wherever he's called, had a plan from Iron Man Feige, to why Endgame. Why is it so
2: difficult for you? <laughs> Feige, I
1: don't, I just, I don't know. I see it. And it's weird. Feige, Kev had a plan <laughs> from Iron Man to 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 um, Endgame. And he managed to pull that whole thing off and make a coherent set of movies, no matter how good or bad you think they are. Or anything else, they had a story that ran the whole of the way through them, so that they tied up neatly at the end. And Kathleen Kennedy, as a producer, she wasn't. She sort of. It, it seemed like she got to make the first Star Wars, but then nobody said to her, "This needs to be a trilogy. So you need to tie them up all nicely." And that's exactly what happened. There was there was absolutely no plan or blueprint anywhere across those three three films
2: yeah i mean i kathleen Kennedy is not the idea person she's not the writer she's not the. she's the producer and it's her job to get the right people in there and approve all this stuff so i'm not i'm not giving her a pass don't get me wrong but i think i think it's that stupid bad robot jj abrams mystery box garbage where they like we're going to set up all these mysteries and we'll figure it out later
0: no bullshit oh that's that's the worst that that, that's what ruined uh, prometheus have you guys ever read the original script or treatment for that? And it and it was like all the plot points. It made perfect sense. It tied into the alien world, but then uh, one of the guys that wo- you know worked for at law Lo- uh, worked on Lost is like, no, no, no. Here's what we got to do, Ridley. You know, and then they just it killed it.
2: Well, I mean, the, you know, they played that card once with Lost, and granted the setups and everything worked, but then when we got to the end, everybody went what
0: <laughs> yeah
2: and every nobody nobody's looking back on Lost really fondly anymore
0: I saw somebody on fa- a Facebook movie group is like I'm starting Lost and it's so great and people are like
1: dude,
0: dude. <laughs> that's <laughs>
3: so know?
1: bad
0: that's like somebody doing Game of Thrones yeah oh, just like Game
1: of Thrones oh god <laughs> get to the end of season five and just turn it off but I don't know how it happened what ends it doesn't matter
0: turn it off yeah I don't know. I thought the ending of Game of Thrones was okay. What? In I don't the fact I mean, that it ended? Or... N- well, no. I mean, I don't think, like, how they got there was a little retarded, but the it's ending A Are well, you kidding me? Anyway, <laughs> I thought. You are it, no everything...
3: longer
2: allowed to contribute to this stream. Completely anyway.
0: disavow everything. God
2: damn it.
0: All right, all right. All right, okay. I'm sorry, I don't have your all's high-minded ideals of how Game oh, of Thrones... Oh, yeah,
2: Rome. Mr. Who, you two geeks, Star Trek, and Star Wars. The Game <laughs> of Thrones ended not that badly. Oh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, how How did you think it was going to end?
2: Better than that. That's a... <laughs> yeah, anything would have been better. That. Maybe fault. not having... Maybe not, That's you your... know building That's up your... the Witch King or whatever his name was, the entire seven seasons, only to have Arya come in from the back with an icicle and say, no, no, gotcha. no, no. I'm,
0: I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the ending ending, you know, the last...
2: I'm talking about the entire eighth season was garbage.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I think absolutely. it's your own fault for, uh, you know...
2: <laughs> it's your own fault for, you know, liking as stuff. A,
0: you know, it's not made for you. Do better. It wasn't made <laughs> for you. <laughs>
2: Magic is all over the chat here. Do you, want, do you want to mollify him a little bit before he? Yeah, he's, he's accusing think, me of browsing the news. No, I've got the control panel right here, and then I've got the TV up here, which I actually so I can look at the camera. You know, it's a whole thing I got going on here. It's amazing I can even function.
0: And I didn't we all go. Think to, so. I didn't go to the toilet that time. I took the dog out to the toilet. <laughs> um, I probably but, will have to. But go since to the you toilet. are out there. Yeah, when you ain't got well, no hand see, when you don't have toilet paper, the dog's fur, you know, in a pinch. Well,
1: no, I was just gonna say he, he went out to take a dump, and we were talking about Star Trek, so same thing.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: oh, <laughs> I'm here all week. Be sure to tip your waitress. Um, he, uh, uh, manning thinks that uh, martin McFly is a religion. Well, I think it is interesting, but you know, um. You, you, everybody goes around on skateboard and plays guitars too loud.
0: <laughs> I wonder if because it's a comedy it doesn't get the same sort of uh, you know you, you, when you were talking about it earlier and you brought that up. I wonder if, you know, because it's mainly a comedy it, it doesn't have that sort of you know i mean people I think, love it but it's not you know i think uh, uh, with you know with back to the future
1: you kind of think to yourself oh god i wonder what would happen if i went back to my teenagers years and I'd you know,
2: make,
1: know saw, <laughs> <laughs> make out with my mom she was hot <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of i suppose they only really anything that in america don't they um <laughs> my mom but, may be guy, watching this says, so I'd say wait, it's a minute, wait a minute
0: wait a minute says <laughs> a guy who's ruled by an incestuous family
1: <laughs> yeah no actually yeah, i can't deny that um <laughs> but but with it, it's you know it's it's a fun movie and it's a fun entertainment movie. Whereas obviously something like Star Wars or maybe Lord of the Rings that kind of thing is obviously a you know a fantasy adventure mm-hmm. that you can get lost in in the world. And that's why the world was built up and the universe became became what it did.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it hits mythological underpinnings that you know are in so many different stories throughout all good kinds. versus so evil and yeah. Yeah, so you you can go to all kinds of civilizations, and you'll find stories that are very similar to this. Back to the Future doesn't really touch that kind of thing, but it, I mean, it's a fantastic movie trilogy. I love it. I don't want to ever oh. see it remade, and I'm glad you know Zemeckis needs to stay alive forever to make sure that doesn't happen. At least, at least till we're dead. Yeah, he has to at least <laughs> yeah that's right. Until we're <laughs> dead, yeah, that'll be fine.
0: But, so you guys want to get on with your uh, your debate? Yeah.
2: So um, who's, who's what, taking which side of what?
1: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think Sean's taking both sides because he loves okay, both so, Star uh, Wars Sean, and Star. Sean, Trek.
2: you are our moderator. Okay, right. you yeah. are a moderator because you don't give a shit. So, the <laughs> I, I, I do, that's I, not I'll, true. I'll wait, take wait, the that... Star Trek side, and and George could take the Star Wars side of who's gotten raped worse. What is that? Is that the, <laughs> is, that the is that the topic on the table here?
0: Actually, I think I, it was think, uh, non-consensual butt stuff was the term we agreed on yes. in the Slack chat about what to use. Who's been abused which, on the pinball
2: which, table worse?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, out out of... And, and I don't
1: think that is too strong a word because that is... I don't want to say, you know, the whole George Lucas wrote my childhood type of thing, but, I mean, it, it, it is it is horrible, the fact that I... There was a time when I had such a passion about Star Wars, I was saying earlier about the whole Phantom Menace and everything else when it came out, and I, I had to wait six hours to download the large real player um, version of the trailer just so I could see it. You know, and I, I remember sort of literally watching the countdown clock come down over six hours so I could watch it. That passion is gone. Even with, like I say, the whole Obi-Wan thing, I am not massively looking forward to it the whole boba set series was a huge disappointment to me as we know you've read my reviews of it um and that's coming from somebody who was a massive boba fett fan since the age of like five and so it's it does feel horrible what's happened to my beloved franchise of these movies that i love so much and so that's of it you know star wars has been quite well explained but yoda explain to us what's been happening with star trek because it's all been good news, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, do, I do have another Hate Watch review to put up of Picard, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think as far as your general overall feelings of Star Wars, where your your passion has died, I have the same hmm. problem with Star Trek. So I think we're both agreed on that.
1: Um, round one is a draw.
2: Round one is a draw. I don't think there is. I'm
0: the one that decided. If you're, if you're well, do your fucking
2: like, job, Sean. If you're
0: going to decide these yourself, I'm just going to go and finish watching
2: the kids. That's the timer, you know. <laughs> hurt these cats, will you? Uh, Star Trek has, I, I think there is. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the two, and I I think that we can have this in a second question or something like that, but or a second discussion. But I'm looking at the two, and I feel like there is just. An insane amount of derision towards everything that was Star Trek. Whereas Star Wars at least puts on a veneer, and you do have some good things that I actually enjoy. I have, I cannot name one good thing since the start of anything new Star Trek that I actually enjoy.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, going to see the movies, <clears throat> I've got a thing with a friend um, that we've we've seen all the movies together at the cinema and it's kind of like our you know little routine and so that was always exciting and everything else but I remember even for The Rise of Skywalker I was not massively looking forward to it, it was nice catching up with my mate because I'd seen him for a while but I remember just walking out the cinema just being thoroughly disappointed with what had happened with it and just so with which, a, with,
0: a... which one do you guys think? And I've got my own opinion on this, but which one do you guys feel that you could make a better case that the the people in control of each franchise seems to hold their audience in more contempt because it, it that's sort of it, that's a big part of it. It's oh, I just can like, absolutely you know, yeah. Go go for it, then. I every everything.
2: First of all, everything that Star Trek does right now, not only there there are numerous numerous examples of it shredding existing canon. Um, it's incessant uh, attempts to put in, you know, what the message, as the critical drinker says, both with the, with the castings and and the way these people hand. I mean, Star Trek Discovery is the most emotionally charged show I've ever seen. Everybody's crying or screaming or yelling <laughs> or cursing every five minutes. There was never any of that in Star Trek. Never. Uh, these people were competent. They did their jobs and they never let emotions even you know that was the joke right oh Spock you're that unemotional guy we need to let you loosen up but in truth none of these people ever let their emotions override their their sensibilities unless there was some weird outside alien force or you know Something just that was part of the plot, you know, something like Kirk that.
1: did occasionally. I, if there was a woman involved,
2: true, true. <laughs> but that is, 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 is that lust or is that an emotion or <laughs> yeah, is that a more of a physical thing? I don't know. Brain um, going
1: from blood going from one brain to the other. Let me,
2: let me put it this way <laughs> he, he, he could do all the alien women he won, he always put the Enterprise first. <laughs>
0: I mean, and Enterprise, is Enterprise what he called his penis? <laughs>
1: fire the photon <laughs> torpedo! Afterpedo' fire! Um, <laughs> that puts a whole new spin on things now.
2: Oh, really? You want me? You want me to do that with Star Wars? Get clear, yeah. Wedge. You can't do any more good back there. <laughs> Luke, at that speed, are you sure you'll right, be able
1: right, to but- pull out in
0: time? <laughs> You came in that
1: thing, you're braver than I thought.
0: (laughs) Let's not make this vulgar, guys, okay? Um, Oh, no, they've already done that for us. (laughs) Uh,
2: So, I mean, I can't find a show that doesn't seem to actively insult Star Trek, and none of the showrunners seem to give a shit or understand Star Trek. I can't say that about Favreau and Dave Filoni.
1: uh, It's weird, though, that you say that one of the things that has caused the problems is this whole diversity, and let's say woke, because Star Trek itself was always quite woke anyway, wasn't it? You know, they had a black woman. No. And, and, no. No, no, I, I mean, no. I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean it in a woke way. What I mean is I, I they, w- mean. It's forward progression, yes. you know, that all these people could work together and there wasn't any conflicts or anything else.
2: The core of the idea was that people are, what they are, despite or irrelevant of what they look like. Mm. It was, it was to show that merit, and talent, and skill, were much more prized than skin color, or alien species, or any of that. Right. It was about what you could do, and and what Gene was trying to show, especially in the 60s. Let's face it, right? Um, that. That is the message that is important, not what you Hmm. look like, not what you, you know, whether you're male or female, but whether or not you can do the job and you can do the job to to a high level of quality. That is not the message now. It's not. It's 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 actually one hundred eighty degrees. So when they put these the people of diversity and everything in there, they're trying to say that this is far more important than what they could do. So if they're a crying right. baby with a Klingon attacks, you just got to deal with that. It's it's almost it's it's far more insulting, really, to to the race mm. that they're trying to elevate because of the way they portray it.
1: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I I hear what and you're Star saying. Star Wars that. the
2: same way. I would say you have you have ample evidence of that happening in Star Wars as well.
1: I mean, that's the thing I always come back to is the fact that the whole forces female thing started before the movies were even made. Yeah, and so they had their agenda ready that you know the new Star Wars character was going to be a female and she was going to be great at everything, and so that's what happened. And because of that, there was no real conflict and the and the whole fact of who we were is at the age we were the fans we were you know we were luke growing up we wanted to be luke skywalker we wanted to you know have the lightsaber and save the girl and beat the bad guy and everything else and the fact that they took luke and then just i mean i just I, totally emasculated him and took everything away from him and just killed him off as a second rate character was just it was so insulting. It was it was, it was. it was. It was. It was. It felt like a personal attack because, like I say, they were. They were. They were pointing their finger at me and saying, "You're weak. You're rubbish. You're the cause of all the problems. Women are much better."
0: Do you think, though, that they've that they've tried to put a little bomb on that with the uh, having him show up in the uh, what's it there, the show from uh, Boba Fett there? They've had to. These- <laughs> I mean, don't that... Do you not feel like that's a little bit of a... Now, it might be half-assed and very cynical, but you don't feel that's a little bit of an olive branch to try to... Well, that's the thing. It's, it's
1: like Yoda was just saying about the people who don't respect Star Trek. In the same respect, Kathleen Kennedy and her gang didn't respect Star Wars at all, and it showed in the movies. They were terrible. But with Filoni and Favreau, they do. They respect it, and they love it, and they, they you know, they, they love they love that star wars and because of that they have made then a series which did incredibly well because it appealed to the fans of who they were you know they 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 were luke skywalkers as well they were they were the same kids growing up running around with sticks pretending they were lightsabers and so they they understood and respected what needed to be made, and then this caused that whole. I know everybody goes on about the whole civil war thing at Lucas um, Lucasfilm and everything else, but it it did because Kathleen Kennedy was really angry that her female wasn't doing well, but the Mandalorian was, and he was a guy, and oh, it's
2: just, which which is hilarious because the rearing, the the taking on of a child, and 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 raising it and caring for it, you know.
0: Well, we found I mean, out from the, listen, from the, you know, like I said before we started the show, from the women swimming competition, we've learned that men are better at being women than even women. So. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> Catherine Jenner won, won woman of the year, didn't she? And, like, yeah. So, yeah she, 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 yeah, she, she's a bloke who's, who's a better woman than a woman.
2: <laughs> well, my point is, God damn it.
0: Disavow. Disavow uh. all that, by the way.
2: <laughs> my point is, is that the... The the taking on, the Mandalorian taking on a child feels like a more um, female centric story. Um, okay. You know the man a male centric story is a guy just going out there and fighting and, and you know cutting up the bad guys and, and flying you know big planes and fighters and you know fighting and and taking I, I, care I of the know. child I, is a, is a more that's of a a, female that's kind of centric that's a, of story.
0: It's that's a pretty good uh, rip off of I won't say rip off but that's heavily inspired from the lone wolf and cub you know I, Japanese. I,
2: I I, I'm not saying that that fatherhood isn't a big deal or that. Women can't, you know, Wonder Woman. Some of this that, 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 that there aren't a lot of exceptions, and really good exceptions to that idea. I'm just trying to boil it down to a very basic. We idea. know
0: you you think women should be in the kitchen and shouldn't be allowed to talk or do anything. <laughs> well, and me and, first, me I never and get, got the important work to do. I, I just want a sandwich you,
2: right? once in a while. I can't. I even get agree. That. We all
0: agree with you there. But
1: conversely, I, we're Favreau, and um. The other one, Fellini, <laughs> the cowboy guy. Pelani. Were Felloni. Were they then... Very, <laughs> yeah, very a,
2: different that's, directors. That's a Freudian
0: slip. Fellini, the famous uh, Star Wars director. I
2: would, I know, I would from love from to India? see a Star Wars by Federico <laughs> Fellini. That would be amazing. <laughs> but, oh, we got it. Was Flash Gordon...
1: <clears throat> were, were, were Dave and John, were they... Then trying to appeal to a female audience with that whole mothering. No, I, don't inst- think, yes. I don't
0: think. Yeah, The baby Yoda is all you need to know. Look at it and say, "Oh yeah, they're trying just to look get. Look at this.
1: Look how cute he is. Yeah, look yeah. at his
0: eyes. <laughs> look. Just go on the internet after the first reveal, and you're like, "Oh yeah, okay. What a what a what a cheap. That you know.
2: maybe maybe what, but that doesn't mean you said it yourself with the lone. What was it called, Lone Wolf? Uh, Lone wolf and cub. Lone wolf and cub. I mean, this isn't like a, a trope that has never been, uh, you yeah. know, worked on before. I'm saying that, you know, it was still a great story, with mm-hmm. with a with a, a a heavy dose of a female centric type storyline, and that's okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. denigrating that or criticizing it. I say it can be done. What I think that Kathleen Kennedy wants is that she wants women to be met. And that they Mm -hmm. and and that women sometimes have this weird idea that men, because they overcome and they are shown to have power the Superman, the Luke Skywalker, the Batman, you know, the superheroes, whatever they're shown to have power that they are that they don't have any problems and and they're missing the idea. First of all, men have a boatload of problems that nobody wants to ever talk about, and two, those stories are all about helping men overcome problems in their lives because the heroes usually have to overcome some
0: sort of weakness, some sort of problem, <laughs> some sort of something, right? You know you're making George's case for him here, right? When you're supposed to be arguing for Star Trek. No,
2: actually, I'm making my case. I'm saying that Star Wars oh, isn't raped to quite as badly as Star Trek.
0: I, I, okay. Do you remember well, the time, Sean? It was his Sean? T- but it was his turn to make the... Don't, cut. Don't, you just overtook him and...
2: Don't make me go John Amos on you here. <laughs>
0: All right. If you want to be here, son,
2: you got to stay off the drugs.
1: I'm letting him have a run because I know he'll tire himself out in about 20 minutes. So, <laughs> whatever the argument is then, I'll win. <laughs> but,
2: default! 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 The
1: two greatest words in the English language. <laughs>
2: yeah. Take what you
1: get. A win's I... a win. I mean, it it is weird, though, because, like I say, the the Star Wars movies have been overall pretty bad. I mean, Rogue One, I still think was not bad. Solo, I didn't think was terrible. Uh, It's not a great film by any respect, but it's not bad. But then the TV shows have done exceptionally well because they have been left in the hands of people who are the fans. But obviously with... When it comes back to then Star Wars, um, Star Trek, sorry, obviously, I mean, the movies, I mean, goodness, what was the last movie that came out?
2: Rise it was Star like Wars
1: Insurrection. No, oh, no, no, Star no, Trek. Star Trek.
2: Uh, the last movie that came out was Beyond. The Kelvin Universe yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, of no course, course it was, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, I completely forgot they rebooted that, didn't (laughs) they? That's how bad bad that is. It was completely erased erased from my mind. Um, But the TV series, I mean, I've not bothered with the TV series, but you've watched all of them, haven't you, Yoda? Uh,
2: I gave up on Discovery about halfway through season two, and I think they just finished up season four. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I tried Picard. I'm seeing much of the same... Uh, sentiment in it, much of the same ideas, much of the same, you know the way the way they handle things. It's it's kind of got the same attitudes. And, and so, what
1: do you make of what do you make of the new Kirk then? Because obviously, that this is then taking the canon and completely using it as a canon.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I I'll give you know I've I've tried to say I will give everything a shot. You know, as bad as everything has been with Star Trek, and I don't, I'm not optimistic, um, these shows don't have the same showrunner throughout, you know. Even the original, you know, when, when Next Gen started and DS9 and then Voyager, each one of those guys had different showrunners, and they brought different writers in and different sensibilities. You can't work on all of them at the same time. So I think they're... I, I liked Anson Mount as Pike in the discovery. He was about the only thing that was watchable in that. Um, he had that optimistic attitude. And as I understand it, the strange new worlds is supposed to be more like the original star Trek or the Orville where each episode is a little more self-contained instead of having these g- giant season long arcs where it's basically one mm. big movie, Um, which I appreciate because I think these season long arc things are starting to get,
1: yeah, no, I'm completely the same with that. There are, there are times when I just want to watch I just want to watch an episode. I yeah. don't want to know how it ties in with, you know, 16 episodes ago and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as that.
2: Yeah, I always like when they do it, you know, kind of, yes, there's some stuff that we will take care of at the end, and they kind of throw in an episode here and there to kind of move that storyline along, but the rest of it is just fun stuff or interesting yeah. ideas that don't have anything to do with that. Um, I think DS Nine did it great with the Dominion War. Um, the Dominion War was the framework of the trap, uh, the backdrop, but the rest of the uh, episodes were pretty much self-contained. Even if when they had a five-episode arc, each one of those arcs were very beginning, middle, and end. Each episode was mm. as it moved along, and and then tied it all together after the, the fifth episode or the seventh episode, whatever it was. So, I mean, there was. I feel like they did it right because they kept your attention, but they also kept things moving along. Whereas now it's just like, you don't, some of these episodes, you don't feel like anything actually happened. <laughs> I mean, that, but that last Picard episode, I, I wrote the review on it, but it was the definition of filler.
1: <laughs> just to pad out the story of it it's it it is again it's kind of a shame that i mean they've said about um this whole series they're going to be doing about cassie and andor um from rogue one who's a character i just uh, utterly forgettable but they i'm sure that i've read it, it's like a 12 season hour long episode per thing and i again i keep thinking it's 12 12 hours 12 hours i got to sit through that and again it's just kind of it's it is different with with long things I mean <laughs> sorry I was <laughs> <laughs>
3: nearly
1: nearly um but it, it is weird how with like for example the batman i found it was far too long and i've been watching some old 80s classic sci-fis and so forth 90 minutes perfect 90 minutes absolutely you know they're, they're bang on they tell the story everything's happy and and it's the same with sort of some tv shows that i've seen um i've got like the sopranos to watch and I, I want to get into it, but again, I know it's going to be a long commitment because of how many episodes and how many series and how many episodes and series and it is. And again, it's making that commitment to, I, I do like to, if I start watching something, complete it to the end, and unless it's obviously completely terrible. And again, it's kind of, with those, with all these series, I do find it very difficult to get through them all sometimes because I know it's going to be like eight hours that I'm going to have to sit through this whole thing to get, you know, from the beginning to the end of it.
2: Well, I let's, let's, I mean, all of the, all of the Star Trek series so far have been just one long slog from beginning to end. Just one big story. (laughs) The Mandalorian was definitely had self-contained episodes, you know,
0: uh, yeah, I, I saw mm. people online complain about that, and I thought that was a weird complaint because uh, th- it's like that's the way TV shows used to be done. Not everything was a one long, you know, comic book arc. It was... Well, I,
2: I felt that was a feature, not a bug. I mean, they, they did the one thing I hated about old tie, ty- older TV with the episodes. It was like they were almost their own self-contained universes. Like, well, what hap- Why? Why didn't he do this from the episode before? It's like that's completely mm. forgotten. That kind of stuff that I don't like. If you're going to do something and that maybe you reference it or it becomes a thing in, in later on that, you know, that the past has happened. That would be that's the part I like. I think that's what the yeah. Orville did really, really well.
0: So you're yeah. saying you weren't a fan of Gilligan Island.
2: <laughs> I was not.
1: I've only ever heard of Gilligan's Island. I've never seen an episode.
0: You're not really missing much.
1: No, I just again it's just referred to on some TV programs. I mean, and if you like see
0: that. one or two, you've seen them all. You know, basically, that's really. I mean, that's that's the truth. If you've seen one or two of them, you you about you get it. You know, it's they're all kind of
2: they're exactly the same. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean,
2: you know, they they were they had their you know they were nice little diverting. They were fun. Uh, some of them were funny. I think it's not aged very well, but you know it's. I think, I think the jokes about it have aged a lot better, you know? How come the professor can make a, a nuclear reactor with a couple of to- coconuts? He can't fix the goddamn boat, you know?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they even made some movies, believe it or not, too. They right? did.
2: They got off the island in the movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like twice, I think. they got Well, off the once they time. got off
2: and they ended up back on it again, yeah, they were and like, oh, the crap, line. the same island? Yeah. I was like, I was waiting for gunshots and, and just bodies hitting the floor as they killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they had like a guest of the week, you know, some you know famous actor or something at the time, and then they would always manage to they get off the island. They always managed to get off the island, yeah. But the original cast is still stuck there. Anyway, going back on point. <laughs>
1: The programs
2: I've never seen. So I, I I guess what I'm saying is I think <coughs> I think there is hope for Star Wars because there are some people that do care about it. If if you want to split it up, if you want to say saga versus ancillary properties, the saga was absolutely screwed over as hard as anything as Star Trek has. Yeah, I I don't I don't I think the Last Jedi probably tops anything as far as insulting than anything they've done in Star Trek yet. I think they're... Because it is a main part of the saga. It was the first time you saw Luke Skywalker back. It was supposedly continuing the storyline that you have loved for 40 years. And it was a a complete middle finger to, to the fans.
1: I guess it depends on what they do with this new Kirk. <laughs> Well the, true, I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking that, you know, he's he's gonna come out as trans and he's gonna um, Heard um
0: that out he was gay all along. Yeah,
1: and not only that, but also he um as a sideline he runs a um showgirl outfit, drag queen <laughs> um finalist and all sorts. So I mean again they could they could they could do that, but I mean, chances are they won't. But no, I think you are right in saying that the Last Jedi is is the biggest kind of insult that they could have done. Killing off Luke was well, not just
2: just killing him off. I mean, no,
1: no, no. But I mean, like I say, just what they did with Luke. I mean, when I say killing him off, I mean, like I say, not just, kill... but like I say, the whole him giving up on on everything that was to do with it was just yeah. There, there was you know there, there wasn't.
2: <sighs> it was a mercy killing at the end, you know. I can't hurt him anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... I'm, I'm just trying to think of sort of like uh, any other ways that they would they could sort of do something sort of similar to that like you say you know if Kirk if they if they literally had him out of a sex change mid season or something like that that would be the same kind of level
0: made, made him a bad guy sort of the you know the evil white colonizer or something like that
2: captain yeah. jimmy kirk <laughs> uh
0: I, I yeah
2: i mean I, i'm guessing that if he's he's got the captain stripes in the in the picture, so we'll assume that he takes over the Enterprise. So maybe that's when uh, uh, Pike ends up in the in the yes no wheelchair, and uh, so so this is, he wait, was, is he this, was pushed into his
0: own continuity on this one. No, it's is supposed to old- be
2: prime
1: continuity. Oh, okay. So with it then, with the. Oh, I just had a point and I lost it again now. Damn it!
2: Damn
0: I would be absolutely. okay.
1: I
2: would be okay with a faithful retelling with a couple of tweaks here and there of the original series, but now with you know the special effects that they can do now and the and the set no. design and everything, if they could that do would be it, interesting. That would be uh, an yeah, interesting would... remake. You know, I would be okay with that, but you know, I That's don't what trust I them say. to do it worth w- without insulting us.
1: With the with the Star Trek movies, then the the, the offshoot and um, parallel universe thing, how did you feel about those then?
2: So, and keep in mind, some of this is is battered wife syndrome. Like I, I I'm on to him now. In, in right. 2009, I wasn't on to him quite yet, you know. Yeah. Um, so when the when the first Star Trek came out with the recast, I thought. It's got some problems, but it's not bad. It's It could, you know, I, I would like to see a little bit more, you know, dry science and stuff like that into it. Unless, you know, people skydiving and <laughs> from, Havis, <laughs> you know, things like that. And the weird action and everybody, I loved I love Red light. I mean, it's like, everybody's running all the time. <laughs> you know, this used to yeah, be walking. Camera's and always the original shaky, start, yeah. yeah yeah (laughs) this used to be walking now it's this everybody's running at top speed constantly that's a really big ship they've got to get from one end to the other they've got to leg it yeah they're not turbo lifts they're just lifts and uh (laughs) so i mean there's a lot of little details and and too much flash but i thought okay they seem to get the characters right they seem to have like i thought chris pine was a good kirk he didn't he wasn't playing shatner he was playing kirk Mm. And yeah. I thought that was fine. Uh, I thought they went a little too much on him being a horn dog, and, and a little too much on the surface stuff. And some of this is like, it, is that what I noticed then, or is that what I noticed now, after having seen the next two, and realized yeah. and, and gone through my my last Jedi punch up, and and all that kind of stuff, and Ghostbusters twenty sixteen, and the whole nonsense where you know that that has blown up in the past eight years or so. Um. So, I mean, I, I thought the first one was okay, but I, I can't say that I go back and watch any of them now. I thought I thought Into Darkness was terrible. The magic blood thing that was all the rage. I think Amazing Spider-Man had magic blood. There was magic blood in Edge of Tomorrow. Everything was magic blood. I don't know why. I love
0: magic blood.
2: Magic blood is amazing. It can do anything. I'm actually 76. It's magic. That's how
1: I stay young.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, yeah. at least... it was like five children chained up in his basement. But we for
1: <laughs> not for their blood. No, no. no, no. no, It was only three now. Um, the <laughs> With it, though, at least the characters were treated with that level of respect. Mm-hmm. In, in, the, in the new movies. Well, I mean, okay, let's
2: like say they're stock.
0: not... That's debatable. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, By, no, that's by true.
2: End of Darkness, he was... Crying constantly and beating people in the face as hard as he could. I'm like, going. Nimoy made it a point. Like the whole Vulcan uh, nerve pinch was created because Nimoy said Spock wouldn't punch people. I mean, that was it. That that whole canon was created. That 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 really iconic thing was created just because Nimoy was thinking, you know what? We need we need Spock to take out this guy. He's like, well, I don't think he would punch people in the face. It's just not who he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. why, don't, why don't we do this Vulcan thing where he gives them a nerve pinch and they fall down, and that'll be his thing because he's he's an alien and he's just that awesome, and he would do something. I thought he that... got it from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, still, but it's up here. Uh, but yeah, he he, that was the whole deal, and it's it like, <laughs> dare I say it, it was a logical idea. Yeah. Spock.
3: Yeah. Uh, brilliant. it's oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it, nailed it.
2: Uh, and so you know it's like they don't seem to understand the character when he's crying and losing control and beating people in the face That's that's was never Spock
0: well he was younger mm. you know he's a moody teen <laughs> yeah give him a break I mean that's, a, break. that's how we
2: met him right he was beating he up just, kids he was beating people he was beating up Kirk he's beating up uh, his, his, whole planet, he his whole stop planet. punching
0: people his whole planet got blown up. What do you want from the from the guy? I,
2: I will give you that. That you know, if your whole planet gets blown up and everything you know is gone, that there may be some some trauma there. But that was <laughs> this was a happening before then. You know.
0: Yeah, that's God. true.
1: You give people a break over anything, don't you? God, to <laughs> <laughs> oh, my planet blew up. <sighs> um. So I mean. When it comes back to it, yeah, the movies have been Star Wars has been much more insulted than what the what Star Trek has, but it seems then conversely the other way round that with the TV series they've actually tried to sort of show a little faith and respect back towards people, but the TV shows for Star Trek haven't done that. It, it,
2: it's kind of like it's kind of like the bell curve that the, the, that that. there's a a kind of a curve where men tend to, there there are more men at the edges of really smart and really stupid. (laughs) And and women tend to be a little bit more in the middle. Not that there aren't any at the edges. I think Star Trek and Star Wars the same way. It's like Star Wars has more good stuff that you like, but it has way worse stuff in Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Much, much, much worse. Where... Star Trek just kind of all is really bad, and, and, but it's all it's it's not. There's not one thing that really sticks out. You go, this is so bad. It's just it's all just bad. But there is some some good stuff in Star Wars right now. Uh, I, Star Wars has more yes. extremes. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I say, the Mando, it's funny because, I mean, you know, the end of Mando season two with the whole Luke returning, you mentioned it earlier, Sean, was pretty spectacular to see. And, I mean, I I do remember that old feeling of, uh, you know, and just sort of, uh, you know, that, that, that little thrill of excitement just to sort of see that, that was, that was really good. But then conversely, like you say, with the extremes, Boba Fett is somebody that I have loved my entire life, but that series was just mediocre
2: at best so so i put it to you It's like why you you, mediocre
0: isn't insulting though that's the difference i think there because that was me you know they just did a bad job i don't think they were trying to like shit on him or or make you mad or or you know what i mean Uh, would you agree with that like they weren't actively trying to destroy boba fett or tear him down well no there was a few uh, yeah, uh, I
2: mean, the 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 speeder bikes. There's an argument to be made. <laughs>
0: well, but you know what I'm. I think you know what I'm saying. Man. I know what you're no, saying. No, no, no. Yeah,
1: I I completely get it. It was kind of like, oh, Boba Fett is a great character. Let's make a let's make something out of him. But it just it didn't work. And it was just kind of it, it's taking away all that mystery and intrigue. I think it was it was Hitchcock who said that if you've if you've got a spy thriller where there's a spy going across the country and, and he's got a case. And everybody's trying to get the case. Never show what's in the case. Keep that air of mystery. And the same with Boba Fett. That, I mean, you know, screen time, he only had seven minutes or something or other in the entire movies. But I love the fact of, of who he was and that mystery about him. When you take that all that away, it just sort of, you know, it's just... There's nothing it, – it's like a magician telling you how yeah, he
0: does lot, his tricks. A lot of people wanted that, though, man. Like, all my life, I've always heard, Oh, we still make a Booba Fit. Now, now, whether or not that defeats the purpose of him being so mysterious and cool, that's a different argument. But a lot of people wanted something. So well, there's, they a gave guy, you,
2: there's a they guy who should never take off his helmet.
0: Yeah, well, now that that is huh. one thing that they shouldn't. But anyway – I think that they tried to give people what they they were demanding. Now they did a piss poor job of it, of course. But see, what um, they should
2: have just done is it made the Mandalorian Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, better. that's why I don't understand yeah. why they didn't do that in the first place. Because
2: that that would have that would have cemented his character really well, and that would have.
0: See, to me, that shows small signs
1: of again disney running the show that even though dave and john are doing the job that they can there is still people higher up who are sort of going
2: yeah yeah but mm, you know mm, you know and, and just interfering you know, you know the watchman was yeah they were they they were originally um all the charlton comic characters that dc had just bought right so you had like the question you had captain adam you had blue beetle and a few others a peacemaker i think uh, and once they bought them alan moore wanted to adopt adapt them into this story and dc said yeah we want to use these characters so why don't you just make up new characters you could do the story but we just want you to make up new characters i really wonder if filoni and and Favreau, original idea for the mandalorian it was
0: boba fett and that I believe they, that was the case, yeah. And that
2: mm. they said, well, we we this is a character that's been around forever. We want to do things with them. And, you know, there's going to have to be a lot of canon you're going to have to deal with. We'll <coughs> just make a new character, which I, I kind of wonder if that's
0: what happened there. I think that's what happened. That or there's something about there's some deal where uh, anytime they use a legacy character, George Lucas gets some sort of like. <laughs> uh, no, for real. Like he no, gets no, no, some no, no, sort yeah. of like. Uh, uh, you know, you, you're, yeah, I know. I think
2: you're right. I think that's a good point. Uh, he he you know, gets a kickback on all that shit. You're right.
0: Think about all the characters, the original characters they killed off, or they kind of faded away, or got rid of. The lawyers and,
2: ruin everything.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of those two things.
2: I I getting back to what you were saying, George, when you talked about how you you had the feelings when Luke appeared at the end of Mandalorian and I I want to ask you I was like well look don't you think that the story you were invested in the story because I had just as much emotion when Mando lifted his helmet for Baby Yoda than I did seeing Luke appear and okay. I did enjoy seeing Luke appear because the whole thing felt like it built up to that they were trying to find a Jedi remember he, was, he had passed out on the stone and, and Mando couldn't get to him and then then he got kidnapped and, you know, all the stuff that had happened. So you it all felt earned. It felt like it, it had it made sense within the story as we knew it. There were no Jedi l- really left. Um, so who else would show up to to take baby Yoda? It makes sense. And it all fell into place nicely. I, I'm just saying, I think a well-constructed story and well-constructed mm-hmm. characters you could do things like that. You could the, the nostalgia then works better because it's in the, within the confines of you're not subverting yeah. expectations. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing what you would expect, but you're doing it in a way that you, you know, you're, you're invested with Boba Fett or like you, you say that. like I, I watch star Trek. It's like, Oh, a data set. Oh, there's Guinan. Oh, there's Riker and Troy. I don't care about any of this because I'm not invested in any of the story. So yeah. that, that, so then it just looks cheap. I actually have the opposite reaction. Like, oh, God, they're dragging them into this too. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: those poor people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, like you, you, do say, you think
2: that that's part of it?
1: I, I mean, let's like say the whole nostalgia thing, I'm not a fan of either Screen. Five, whatever it was, just coming out was a complete remake of the first one. But it's just, oh yeah, but it's screaming. They're all great, and and you know, the, like I say, that the whole. I think it was for me. What it was was just bringing Luke back at the end of that was. I was seeing the Luke I always wanted to see. You know that in the Last Jedi, Luke was a wet blanket. He'd given up on everything. He would completely copped out. Everything had gone wrong, so he was just not bothered. So end of story. Whereas Luke turning up and taking out that that Death Squad of troopers and everything else was badass. And that's the, that's the Luke I wanted to see. I wanted yeah. to see Luke at the height of his powers.
2: But my point is, is that if you weren't invested in the story, if you felt insulted by the story seeing Luke come up, come in and do all that would have felt like just one more thumb in the eye rather yeah, than that's, a really that's good what
0: I'm, moment. That's what I think is that they, they try whether, you know, it's out of like, Oh God, we got to reverse course or we're going to lose our ass. But they, they seem to have at least put out an olive branch to try to give some fan service there. They know that they had to do something. Now you could argue who was responsible for it or not, but they, you did get something that you did like, right?
2: Yeah yes i got something that i liked but i didn't i i liked it because it was wasn't forced it wasn't cheap it was yeah. earned and that's why i liked it i mean you know if you say don't you want to see luke fighting and, and that's all you care about i mean to me that's the kind of the same mentality as going to see a fireworks show you know, well, I know to but Bangs they put, and Booms, big deal.
0: But they but it wasn't just like throwing him up on screen. They did put effort into making it where you would, where it was quality, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the they quality came out, from right?
2: the story that happened before yeah. that had nothing to do with
0: him. If, but, if the story
1: had got boring and, and you, you sort of switched off halfway through, you wouldn't have had that moment at the end of the season
0: too. Yeah, but that that's exactly what I'm saying though. They made it a quality so that you would like it instead of just being like, Oh, let's just slap anything together. Oh, these losers like Luke, put him in it. That'll satisfy these idiots. Yeah, I, I, I think we're
2: on the same page here. Just, I, I'm just trying to say that you know, this. If if you bring in the old characters, but you're you're doing it for a story reason and for a character reason, and you're invested, then I got no problem with any of it. If it's <clears> if it's just, you know, something to put in a trailer or on a poster, which. To me, that's what was for Last Jedi, and and an excuse to destroy him.
0: Aggie um, in the comments, who I thought was going to be on here with us today, said that when Luke showed up at the end of Bando, for me, that was some of the best TV I'd seen in a long time. I'm not an emotional person, but I cried like a little baby sissy mommy. <laughs> it was amazing. I might have paraphrased him a little bit. Might have but...
2: a little bit, a little bit. <laughs>
0: That's sad to me that that was the best TV you'd seen in a long time when True Detective season one exists. That's just sad. I, I'm I'm saying that, that that it's
2: a it's definitely the best Star Wars I had seen in a long time, possibly since Return of the Jedi. In fact, absolutely since Return of the Jedi, I would say it's the best Star Wars I'd seen. I can't think of anything else.
1: I don't know. I do like the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um. You I can't. mean it's not
0: no. where he kills where he kills
1: the no, kids no 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 no
0: bad <laughs> I like when he I mean, murdered all the kids that was the great
1: thing <laughs> um, There's still that have you seen that robot chicken of that when when he get he, Anakin goes into all the kids and they're going okay everybody line up i've got a present for you all and this one little kid looks up at Anakin and going can my present just be a hug
2: <laughs> it's so funny it's so twisted i, like, I mean I'll the actual I, I got to interrupt you, but the one they did on Robot Chicken, where he's like, okay, I could do this. Just go into my happy place. And he pretends that he's in a, <laughs> a field palace. of sunflowers. <laughs> and he's just cutting down sunflowers. Like, Come here, yeah. you. And cutting them up, cutting them up. And finally, <laughs> uh, they, and then they show back at the, at the, uh, they, they they don't really show anything, just the room in in uh, Padme in his quarters, and she goes, "Yeah, uh, Annie, I'm home." He goes, "Oh, I put some flowers on the table for you." And you hear, <laughs> "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> That's a good gag. What um, would have been really funny though is if they he's like, "Oh, he's imagining his happy place," and it cuts back to that scene in the other movie where he's killing all the sand people or whatever. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, he really enjoyed that, you know. You know
2: worse if he imagined his happy place and nothing changed. i love killing children yeah they're even younger (laughs) yeah they're babies
1: (laughs) (laughs) what what was the point we were trying to make before we went off point there no idea (laughs) um i think it was i said it was
2: i said it was Um, the best star wars since return of the oh i
1: see no i mean some of the fight at the end of there was pretty good but then it was also far too drawn out and, and 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 like i say the whole vader no thing is just oh dear is awful almost as awful as lucas put in the no over vader at the end of return of july in the special editions
0: yeah, i thought um, that was a very touching moment what are you talking
2: about oh, it was, <laughs> did, did you tell a judge where it touched you
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all over <laughs> um he touched me on
1: my lightsaber um and so no like i yeah, it probably was best the best Star Wars moment, I think. Like I say, because there was nothing in the sequel movies that was... I know a couple of people have said, I still don't get this. The whole bit where Poe at the end is giving up and basically saying, we're all screwed, we're all going to die. And then all the other ships turn up and everybody going, oh, what a great Star Wars moment. And all I kept thinking was, how did they fly through that little wormhole? Because... We we've seen that little wormhole, was tiny, and a Kylo ship could barely I, get through
2: it. And I actually laughed out loud. There were so, yeah, so was... many ships. I mean, so many that it was comical. It was. It, yeah. I was like, "Is this a parody?" There's there's not that many. I was I was laughing. I was like, "Going, this." Don't is... forget
1: the horses on the star destroyer. Uh, <laughs>
2: was there I really? Love... I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. When I when I, the, you know this is at the beginning of all this nonsense, and I haven't hadn't gotten completely jaded yet. When they <laughs> when when the Force Awakens, when they ran to the Millennium Falcon, you know, I'll admit I was fooled. I fell for it. I was going yay like a little kid. <laughs> and now I look back on it's like that was all just cheap garbage, and they fooled me then, and not you know I'm not. Now is the point you're not fooling me anymore. To the point that I don't yeah. give enough stuff a a good enough shot because I'm I'm so jaded and cynical and ready for something to be insulting, which is like I don't want to watch it's, stuff like this.
1: This it's it's funny because I mean I was thinking about doing a video on on the very subject of we are presented these days with so much crap. You know on TV, the Kardashians have had 17 series, and people seem to think that's entertainment. Have they watching...
0: really? 17, yeah,
1: seasons? it's 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 a stupid amount of number, but I mean, with it, you know, people think that that's what entertainment is watching these moronic airheads doing whatever it is they do. And I you, just think you,
0: you're talking about this show right
1: now, <laughs> not airheads, we're actually very intelligent. <laughs> I was going to say young men then, but that's delusional. Um, but
2: I, so I get, when, Sean, I guarantee you we've had far deeper discussions in any one of these shows than there's oh, yeah, ever than been, they, they been they on been 17 the years of the Kardashians. <laughs> but have, with, like, with it,
1: when people are then presented with something which is still crap, like The Last Jedi, but it's kind of like it's better crap than they usually get, then they kind of think, oh yeah, no, I actually quite liked it. And it's just you know the, the the whole drop of entertainment these days. It's so unusual to see something which is new and fresh and original. It's just it's almost insulting to,
0: to people's why, intelligence. Yeah, that's why manga and anime are doing so well right now. It's killing you know the American comic book industry and and uh, all Good. this stuff. Needs to die the way they are some of these. because yeah. it's like I, so. It's not you know. First of all, it's not woke. It's not crap. It's not, you know, hey, remember this, and it's doing great, man. People have got that to go to. That's where else do they got? Every once in a while, something comes out of the system, you know, pretty. I think that's good as well,
1: though, because you do get, like, with, I mean, with some of the manga animations and anything else in the past, like Akira and things like that. It is kind of, what the hell is that about? (laughs) Whereas. With Hollywood, it's, it's got to be very much okay. We need to have a narrative and we need to have the good guy with the bad guy, and then we need to have them do this. And, and it's kind of whereas, um, not not um, uh, Akira, but like Spirited Away, you know, you think of how utterly bizarre that movie is because they just kind of like, oh, right, and then uh, yeah, her parents turn into pigs, and then she's there's a dragon, yeah, and you just, know, yeah,
0: not even a Japanese story, really. That's that's from some kid's book, too, from some like romanian or something but yeah no but it's great because
1: yeah. it's like i've said about a24 in the past that with an a24 movie i just don't know what i'm gonna watch i don't know what i'm gonna see. you know see what ever I'm
0: since Patrick. you said that i've, I've started noticing how mo- many movies i've watched in the last couple years that that i like that were from them and i'd never mm. paid you know i'd not noticed i was like man they, that is a very nice um wide range of stuff and, and like you say it's great because it's, it's, you know, I, I go back to
1: the whole thing about Bond. With Bond, you know pretty much what you're going to get with a Bond. You know, there's a good guy, there's a bad guy, there's going to be some gadgets, there's a car chase, there's a hot girl. And okay, the last Bond kind of broke the mold on that a little bit, but you kind of know what you're going to get with them. Whereas with A24, I, I've sat down with a couple of their movies and no idea, and been complete. Red Rocket I watched recently. Very bizarre movie, um, just following the story of a guy just trying to make his way through his life. But it was brilliant, and I absolutely loved it, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I just didn't know what to expect from it, and that just makes I, it all the
0: better. I, there, that's two different kinds of movies to me, though. Like, there's the the kind of movie that you, it's familiar. You like the tropes of it. Last week, you yeah, was talking about not liking like uh, Friday the Thirteenth and stuff, and uh, you know, because but you know, there's a there's a certain you know there's a certain kind of appeal to certain fans like oh i like that yeah. trope i want that but then of course you know you want stuff that is surprising you too you don't want that from everything you know you yeah. like you settle in to watch friday the 13th because you want to watch you know the same you you know basically the same thing with different different kills but uh, you know the james bond i think is like that you know you, yeah. you like you said those things you want those high points hit to feel like you're watching a James Bond, but that's I mean that's why you watch it, right? You want to see him do some big act you know, flashy thing at the start, and then you know he's got his expensive watch and car and blah 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 blah. Uh, but, I,
2: I want to see him get uh, emasculated by a black diverse female Bond. That's I've what I some, that's uh, what I tune in for.
0: Hey, I got some good news. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always like the fact that she had
1: to give up her job so he could have it back and, and her name and his name and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't gonna, think that through, it, I don't think. I had a
0: very I had a very funny comment for that, but it would get us kicked off of YouTube if I said I luckily stop myself in the nick
2: of time. Let me let me ask you guys something. I, I, I'm I was trying to think of this. Like movies, T V shows, everything back in the day, up until, you know, the nineties uh, or the early two thousands, you could not do the things. You could not make it look the way you wanted because we just didn't have the technology in in various forms, right? We didn't have the computers. We didn't have, even with set design, I mean, there's only so much you could do. We didn't have LED lights. You had, you know, little, you know, flashlights and things like that, you know. And certainly you didn't have the digital cameras that we have now. You could get a very good looking picture with a little bit of tweaking and make it look like a very high dollar film camera from back in the day. So now I, I don't think there's any, I, I, I well, I'll ask you: Is there any thi- is there any disputing that all of these movies look good? They all have yeah. great special effects, and they all have great craftsmanship, and they all look really, really good. Even Star Trek showed these days and all that; they all to, look great.
1: to a point, yes and no, because it's like the problem with CG is is when CG works, it's brilliant, but when it doesn't, it's terrible,
2: and. I it's mean, worst, I, I'm, I'm sure we like, could find some examples evil. where it looks bad or where it's not done. But, right. what, but I mean, uh, in general, the quality general, of the yeah. look of yeah. the productions general, is.
0: absolutely are, are
2: far. But then to conversely, play.
1: see, I'm I, I I'm, Lord of the Rings is one that springs to my mind. I like Peter Jackson's early stuff. I like Meet the Feebles and Bad Taste and and those sort of movies. I thought they were great. The Lord of the Rings. The problem that I had with a lot of them is is how back in the day let's think of like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves there was like the money shot where he fires his arrow and then there's a big CG arrow which the camera follows and splits the other one that's the of kind of it. money shot that I'm used to <laughs> seeing yes well uh, we're clear your own browser history on that one
2: um, <clears throat> Now he's talking but, zombie yeah. movies he likes to watch the guys getting torn to pieces get your mind uh, out of the gutter he's yeah not George don't be
0: vulgar <laughs>
1: Right. Um, but with it, you had that like one shot, which kind of, whereas now you, I, I, I don't know, thinking of like maybe like the one of the Fast and Furious, I think that somebody starts an engine and it follows the electrical current down through the engine and then you go through the pistons. And, and to yeah. me,
2: it's just like, ugh, just yeah.
1: whatever.
0: You know?
2: I, I get what you're saying, George. I'm trying to the the point I'm trying to make is not specific moments or whether he or not, means
0: production. He just means production. The value. General
2: production value is far and away looks much much higher quality than anything we ever had back in the day. And I'm I'm my theory is, or at this point, is that and the reason why I'm asking this is because of what you said. You get you say you get something marginally better. Like Last Jedi, we think it's the best thing ever. Is special effects now and production value is that become just propaganda, yeah. like to to fool you into thinking that this is a quality piece of entertainment? Absolutely. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know that if it looks, I mean, it's like that new Lord of the Rings. The production value looks incredible, but. I am not in any way, shape, or form looking forward to yeah. the fact of how and you could
2: make, make a TV show like Game of Thrones or Star Trek Discovery. You know, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, it's so yeah. not possible. Not the it, not it, the it way worked, they do
0: it. It works even better on the small <laughs> too, man. Because you I'd don't Say have- again. I said it, it. I think it works even better on on television series too than it even does in the movies. Like like you said, the, yeah. the stuff pulled off on Game of Thrones when it, the good seasons, it was amazing. You know, you, I don't think it would look as good on the big screen because then you'd have, you know, it would be too high, you know, too rendered too. But high I mean, like
2: you see people say, "I love Captain Marvel." Captain Marvel is is Nobody an objectively op, awful movie, <laughs> right? But it made billions. I, I, I'm guessing partially because it was in between Infinity War and Endgame and people want to see the next part. But people, you know, I saw more than enough people talking. I see on Twitter people just extolling the virtues of Discovery and talking about how awesome Discovery is, how awesome Picard is and everything like that. It's like, how can you be a Star Trek fan with any real understanding of the property and like this? Yeah. I mean, just That's objectively. That's I the last Jedi and stuff. Yeah, so and I'm thinking, and, and it's kind of like the same mentality that I hear. It's like I don't like watching stuff in black and white. It just it's so <laughs> old. Yeah, to me, it's kind of the same it, mentality.
1: It's did you say hard. about the? I was going to say about the quality of stuff because recently I watched in 4K. Funny enough, um, Belfast by Kenneth Branagh, um, <laughs> which is about <laughs> Kenneth Bernard. like
2: <laughs> juicy Smollett.
1: <laughs> exactly. Is that the
0: way he wants to say it now, or is that just
1: your... Oh, apparently. I I heard somebody say it once, and it just always made me laugh. Um, but the film itself, the opening sequence is set like in a modern-day Belfast, and then you, you focus on this wall with some graffiti, and as it goes up, it goes to the past of, of 1969, I think it was. Or so. It was a time when there was conflict in Northern Ireland. But the film There was, was conflict there? What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: there and was usually some, there they was some on really well. Yeah. Is that why we there celebrate St. Patrick's Day now? Because that conflict ended? Um, let's just say there was some scallywags
1: there. Yeah. Um, but with it, the film was done in 4K, and it was pristine. And But for me, it really took the edge off what he was trying to do, that the film looked too perfect. Oh, We're yeah. comparing that to, like, Licorice Pizza.
0: How I was about it, to bring that up. Yeah, that's a good... You know, that looked like it was shot
1: in the 70s on film. And I don't know whether, you know, Paul Thomas Samson did shoot on 35mm or did do it did digital and then did it in post. But, like I say, for me, Belfast really took that edge off because it just, it looked too pristinely clean. And I just, I, I it, it, was, it was such a shame. Whereas if he just added that bit of dirt and grit to it... It would have
0: made it a much better movie. I, I'm a big fan of that too, like the f- seeing film grain and stuff like that in mm-hmm. movies from the 80s and 70s. That, it, and even when they make like a new, you know, 4K restoration, I really appreciate that it still has that in it. I like it. I guess it's like the, these, you know, uh, up their own ass people is like, oh, it sounds better on vinyl. I guess I was, right. right I was thinking that same thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm the film equivalent oh, to that, but, but certain fr- kinds of film, <laughs> like, certain kinds of film, it works just like on Lucasfilm. Yeah. Pizza, you know, now yeah. going back to that, the CGI effects, it works really well. I think that's when I like it. The best is when it's recreating a time period like that, or from, um, mm. Uh, Zodiac, Fincher Zodiac, where he set, you know, set in the '70s in San Francisco and stuff. And you, you know, you recreated the whole look of everything. It, that's man, that's when it's at its best, I think. It's because it's a it, great tool. Seeing-
2: I I don't have any problems with CGI or great special effects. I'm not trying to say we shouldn't use them anymore. I'm saying oh, I know, that, I know, I know that that, I know that they that they put in such great special effects to fool you into thinking you're watching something good. Or you, you not everything. special effects in your entertainment news <laughs> but but uh, but, but, but the difference, last the, week
1: was unbelievable the difference
2: is phil it was like you were in gotham no the difference between my special effects and their special effects is mine are objectively terrible and so <laughs> i have to rely on my script and my talent I think when, I'm the, really screwed.
0: When, <laughs> when they sell the movie, especially when they sell the movie on, you know, being a, a special effects spectacle, that's when, yeah. you know, you're getting, you know, indoctrinated. It's
1: a South more or less. Again, it's funny. Cause I mean, one of the categories I follow on Twitter is cinematography. And, um, and every now and then somebody posts something up of, you know, we can all agree uh, that the, the, the cinematography, in the rise of Skywalker was amazing. And it's like, I don't watch a film. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't watch a film to think to myself, "Well, that was just beautiful." I mean, it just looked amazing, you know. What's the story about? Don't know. Uh, but the photography was a fantastic, <laughs> you know. I mean, just because something looks beautiful it doesn't make it any good.
2: Like well, certainly cinematography can can aid in the storytelling. If you, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll talk about like Green Knight,
0: Dune, yeah, Dune, yeah, another one, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah. certainly
2: cinematography is is a necessary component. It's, it just feels like, you know, they got all these technical aspects in place, and they're like, what about the script? They're like, script?
1: Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, no, wait.
2: Hang I on, got napkin here. Let me get going.
0: So I'm I'm going to give my verdict here on you guys on your argument, because we're getting close to the end. <laughs> Who and is my screwed worst? Is you're, you're both n- fucking nerds. Now, the real verdict, though, is, is uh, Star Trek, hands down, I think, has gotten screwed over the most. It just, everything, yeah, because, man, it just, everything about it is insulting to the fans. They don't offer any kind of, like, I don't know, there's no, like, oh, you know, we're, just like the Mandalorian, they, there's nothing like that, really, I think. It's just not garbage, I think. And, and there's so many, I just see the the fans of it, you know, guys, YouTube commentators, like, it just, uh... <laughs> Now, Star—that's that, not the belittle I'm, thing. I'm now, angry. Star I'm Wars, now. <laughs> I, no, that's not the, star that's Wars not, is on life support. Star Trek yeah, is dead. Yeah, Star Star Wars still has—they uh, <laughs> try a little bit. You know, you do get the TV shows that people seem to like. At least the Mandalorian, and that—that might—and it might be just that little, you know, cunt hair that keeps them apart. Is the Mandal- <laughs> You know, that's really could be it. throw—I'll th- like, throw in like, the
2: Bad Batch. I really like the Bad Batch. I think it's got some interesting ideas. Oh,
1: no, see, I've not been able to watch any of the animated series. That's
2: fine. I mean, but I mean, and that's that's that I'll say is more of a taste kind of thing. But you know, is it a terrible series? Is it insulting? Is it? Oh no, no, it's it's well done. I like it. I mean, then then it's more about a taste sort of thing. Which that we can argue. Those are the fun arguments. We can't have those George, fun arguments.
0: Anymore. George, really, <laughs> you lost the argument as soon as. Stacey Abrams made an appearance on Star Trek there was never any <laughs> yeah, no no back there's no hope from that really uh, ew. I, I it was well, a Trump you're better off not knowing right? okay really <laughs> and nobody in the audience wants to relive live it anyway
1: oh man see I miss all this stuff I miss politics maybe I should get into <laughs> politics
0: no you should run for you should run for governor
1: <laughs> that probably wouldn't be that difficult over here <laughs> Oh no! Actually, no. I I wasn't born in Eton, so no, that's no good.
0: Yeah. We we'll run for king. Right? yeah. Heal <laughs> the queen. And then try to t- wait a minute. You don't have to run. You just have to like take over, right? That's how you do it. You no, just he has to physically
2: kill. run. Like you know, get is on his legs. He has to jog all the way up yeah. to you know Buckingham uh,
0: yeah, no.
2: There's a lot of there's a lot of exercise involved. So I have to go out in the sun. Uh, sun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like too much too much hard work. Yeah, right this, for
2: this is why they don't overthrow the uh, monarchy this is why it's just, just too, too damn dirt. lazy
0: yeah, yeah. i've got to have yeah.
2: my tea oh, oy, oy, where's my tea
0: fancy! Gosh. fancy it was as like Sean was in jolly old england then i mean <laughs> so... been... that's my imitation of dean's accent very you know <laughs> polished
2: and i do apologize for my emperor palpatine impression by the way i that
0: thought was like it was pretty a... good yeah
1: um So okay then. So uh, unfortunately, yeah. See, it, it seems that Star Trek has won on this occasion. Hopefully, Star- that's
0: the only. On Star- that's the only thing it's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> you can do better. So um, listen so- before before we before you move on or whatever you want to talk about. I don't care. But <laughs> I th- I really wanted was hoping that we'd have time to talk about that that guy's list of the uh, top nineties movies. Yeah, that he did let's on- do that. I- sure. I- let's- that I, there's a couple minutes. on there I could quibble with, but uh, I thought he, he had a pretty good list. If one of you guys could pull it up to go to yeah. for something. Uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. No, not random news. Oh, there's so many good stories to browse through here on the lastmovieoutpost.com. I can hardly
0: find it. <laughs> I'm bursting with enthusiasm every morning when I wake up to see what's new on my favorite movie related news website.
1: There we go 25 greatest movies in the
2: No, no, it seems like a bunch of hacks. <laughs>
1: Okay, so let's go down. So, um, <clears throat> he's got Toy Story, Lion King, Matrix, Terminator, Boys in the Hood. So, twenty-five was Boogie Nights. Oh,
2: wait, 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 Yeah, you
0: went too yeah. fast there, man.
2: Let's 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 quibble about a couple of these. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, I, I got some toy, bones to pick on there too.
2: Toy Story, yes, it's great, but it just missed, and it's as great as parts two or three. Um, I yeah. do think part two is better than part one, but but Toy, you can't deny Toy Stories significance to all this, and it is still a legitimately great movie. I don't know. The, not in the top 25. Seems like a kind of a... I guess it depends on whether it's just your pure enjoyment or more extraneous details.
0: never seen any of them. What
2: the hell? Ma-
0: yeah, I've never seen... Really? Yeah, I've never seen any oh, of them.
1: Man. I... T- See, for me, Toy Story Three, I still remember I hate myself for this, but I still remember we had a a bunch of friends went to see it. And there's a whole moment where they're going down into this furnace and and I just remember sat there crying and thinking to myself why am i crying at this stupid story you know it's about a bunch of toys you and
0: it's... Aggie crying your little eyes out at toy story and uh, luke skywalker <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was Boy, and, but gonna, it was so me. again you're so
1: invested in this in the story of the characters it is brilliantly done toy stories one two and three are fantastic For,
2: I've, four, heard, yeah,
0: was, I've never heard anything bad about them I'll tell yeah, you
2: number wonderful. number two when when they have uh, uh, the the I, I forget who the singer is uh, singing oh, the song yeah. and and it shows Chronicles yeah and it just is beautiful and she finally think like she's just stuck under a bed <laughs> in dust and then finally they take her out she thinks she's gonna get played with finally again just leaves her in a box by the side of the road I'm like oh my god just kill me. <laughs>
0: Have you guys seen that have you guys seen that internet meme where it said the guy's like if i if uh, you know i was the kid in toy story i'd jerk off all over the the female's <laughs> face and he said that i would it's a just leave her. and he said they couldn't wipe it off because then they would give away that that they were real and so you'd all have to just sit there and look at her and she couldn't do nothing <laughs> about it That's
2: they they so did sick. do that in robot they kind of did that in robot chicken. <laughs> Where Andy was a teenager, he brings a girl over. He's like, I got something. He picks up the Buzz Lightyear and turns him into a bong. (laughs) The Buzz comes down, half his head is gone, you know? They're like, hello, Woody. (laughs) Poop, 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 poop. That's a funny word.
0: back on
1: track <laughs> so,
0: terminator uh, even...
2: Two, not on the list is a travesty
0: yeah that was absurd that was absolutely absurd the guy it calls into question his taste on anything else but anyway let's move on actually saying that
1: i you, do you know what I, I i completely agree with that terminator yeah. 2 is yeah. it, it's it's cinema don't you legend. say legend Oh, I, thought those, you,
0: sh- I thought you were going to trash talk it up. Oh. oh
1: no, 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 goodness me. No, you know, it's one of those movies which is is it's beyond cult status. I mean, it's an incredible piece of work.
0: It kicked off the night. I mean, it kind of kicked off the nineties, you know. It set the tone that was never quite matched, in my opinion. I thought opinion. that was
2: Hook. No?
0: No. no that, sorry. That's another uh masterpiece snub by the Academy.
2: I like I like Hook, but I'm well aware of its deficiencies.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't admit to that myself. Yeah, but... I wouldn't either. It's I... not on the I kind of got not... a
2: soft spot for it. I don't know. It's got some good moments in it.
0: That's the whole reason that he killed himself, you know, is he watched that again and was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so Boogie Nights. Hey,
2: masterpiece. Got, got dark real quick. Uh, masterpiece. Also, Frickin one me. more. The Matrix not on the list. Also, That's uh,
0: stupid. Yeah, that's retarded. He, he says because the other movies, you know, took it down. I, you can't do that, though. You can't. You can't go back and retroactively say, "Oh, it wasn't good in the '90s because the ones that come after it were crap." Yeah, it's, otherwise, I mean, you'd stop weird. liking film. The <laughs> everything, everything. You would stop liking everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, Hollywood would, have, would eventually ruin everything for you. Yeah. Um, the Matrix no, was like one of those train. films. Was one of those films that had imperfection in it, but it was so close to perfect. I mean, it was just it changed everything. It's so
0: different, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know it was it's an incredible piece of work. So yeah, okay. So Toy Story, Lion King even really as well because I mean Lion King is 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 very, you know, he's one of those films which is very good. Yeah, Matrix and Terminator cool. 2. Yeah, so let's I, go down I can down forgive to the best Lion King. I
2: can forgive Lion King. It's great, but I, I yeah. It, I can forgive not. not I, I always
1: like the bit in Lion King when somebody said whenever they sing the circle of life. I bet the zebras are thinking, yeah, it's great,
0: isn't it? Circle of life. You know the guy. The, you lot eat us. <laughs> you know one, the guy that did a lot of the the vocals for that is the dude that was the lead singer of Toto, who is also the son of the dude that does the Star Trek or the Star Wars uh, music. No, yeah, no, oh, okay.
1: Twenty five awesome. boogie nights. Twenty four. Usual suspects.
0: I don't Again, think that, of- that I don't think that one's that good. I mean, I know it's. It- I did watch it again
1: recently, but for me, it's still tarnished by the whole Brian Singer thing, unfortunately. Yeah. And then,
0: then throw
2: a dollop of Kevin Spacey out there, and you've got a real <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's shit a a show covert, of a movie, don't you?
0: It's a pervert chronicopia. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, um, you know, Usual Suspects is, I think, a great movie, but it suffers from the once you've been through it. Yeah. It doesn't have you, anywhere near the same you, impact.
1: I agree. You can watch it twice. Maybe, Once you yeah. know where it goes, then you watch it a second time to see yeah. all the nuances, like, like and then the it's six, kind
0: of yeah. It's like the sixth sense. It's it's the first time you see it, it's amazing. The second time, you're like oh, I see it, and then after that, you're like I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Twenty three. Jack Jackie Brown. I
2: don't think I've ever, ever
0: seen. it. yeah, free... yeah it's, it's good. It's really good.
2: I I it's I, I keep wanting to fill in my missing Tarantino movies. I know that's one of them, but just haven't gotten around to it yet.
0: Very seventies uh, really... exploitation. You'll you'll like it, Lone Star. I don't even know what the hell Uh, that is.
2: I'd never heard of that. Yeah, so it should not be on the list.
0: Yeah.
2: If Yoda hasn't heard heard of it, it doesn't belong on the list. Yeah. uh, These are the rules. I don't make them up. Grand Dog Day. Uh, Yeah. We're weirdly, weirdly the most rewatchable movie.
0: (laughs) Very weird that it is the most, one of the most rewatchable comedies ever. Yeah. Yeah. It never gets a, a perfect movie, I would argue.
2: Uh, I, w- I would definitely put this on the list. Um, what about you, okay.
1: Yeah, I saw it again last year when I was doing my Thousand Movies, and it was all right, but that was kind of... Eh, I, it's not the kind of film I'd revisit very often.
0: I, I think you, you should revisit because it gets better on rewatches. It legit does. I think you have, it, it, you have to watch it at least twice on this one.
1: Uh, all right. oh, yeah, especially maybe when you start game.
0: thinking how long was he actually in the yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, The Big Lebowski.
0: fantastic uh, a great movie that was underappreciated at the time
2: I sure. one, one of the few I could say one of those ones I could say I actually saw in the theater She's my special lady
0: friend, man. Yeah. She's I'm not my dude. Lady fr- She's my special lady. Fr- not my girlfriend. She's my special lady. Fr- <laughs> How's the smut business, Jackie? <laughs>
2: they, they, the, the the movie where um, Jeff Bridges never actually finishes a complete sentence and probably yeah. gets hit in the head more than any other movie I've ever seen. And
0: then plays the same character from then on. Yeah. Well, yeah, until, yeah. until
2: he did uh, – um,
0: True Grant. Right?
2: Yeah, True Grant. Rooster Co- mm. They became that guy.
1: Yeah. Um, 19, Braveheart. The best Australian Scottish accent I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Somebody commented on the website. like, it's not very historically accurate, though. It's like, hey, man, nobody watches this shit because it's. <laughs> you watch it because it's Mel Gibson cutting a man's head off with a giant sword. It's, I get it's one of those films, it's too long. It's. It, I. Uh, you, there's a case that could be made for that, but it's still it's different. I think it belongs on the list for sure.
2: I am totally indifferent to that movie. I watched it. I think I've watched it twice, and I kept wondering what the big deal was. It was fine, but
0: I just the violence. The violence. I at guess. The time, yeah, at the time there was some very graphic, realistic. Say, I'd rather but, watch. Uh, how you know, can you Lord not like
1: watching men in
0: skirts?
2: I don't know. I, yeah. There's more violence in Highlander. What's the problem here? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get why, like, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie or a bad movie. I just don't right. get why people have such a, a, a hard oh, on don't, for it.
0: Don't get me wrong. I don't own a copy of it. If that probably says, that probably is a. So it's not your, now, it's
2: not at the top of your
0: list. Though. No, I would not put it on that list. It's a good movie, but I would not put it on. I mean, I, if only you were. It's one of
1: those. I was going to say, I'd watch it if it was on TV. I'd sit down and probably watch it again. But, yeah, I wouldn't go my way to see it again. Uh, 18, Ed Wood. Now, absolutely. this, I think, is A brilliant. Abs- yeah, it is brilliant. absolutely brilliant. Um, I grew up on Man Plan 9 on, from Outer Space. And so seeing Johnny Depp playing him and just the way it was done was, yeah, it's, it's fantastic work.
2: Uh, Ed Wood is one I didn't see until... Only a few years ago, I never really watched it before. I think I think uh, Red Letter Media did a
0: review on it, so I decided to watch it. And I, I do st- own a copy of that, I should say too. It,
2: it, I started to see the nuances in it, some of the hilarity, and I've watched it a couple of times. And it's it's one of those that is I'm i having to catch up with the rest of you, but it's growing on me a lot. <laughs> um, uh, I do love the scene where he's uh, where he's in the the phone booth, and the guy is just basically. Tearing the movie to shreds, and he's just so cheerful. He's like, "Well, next time we'll do better." (laughs) (laughs) Guys, basically just taking an act to his entire life, you know. (laughs) It's
1: it's wonderful the way he was just so passionate about doing it, even though he had absolutely zero talent for it.
0: I thought one of you told me that it was legit your favorite movie because of that, not. Was it not one of you guys? It
2: it, it may have been. I I love that scene, and I've only watched it a few times. And I've, like I said, it's one of those I'm coming to love. I should say I love it, but I've only recently started loving it because I never saw it before.
1: It's great, man. I'd I'd put it in my top maybe 20 or 30 movies of all time. I think it's fantastic.
2: It's good. 17,
1: which we're not supposed to talk about, but Fight Club.
2: 17? Is this the Chinese
1: version
2: yeah <laughs> yeah that's the best version i don't want to that's the best one yeah, that's the, the only please version figure it out. On, please
0: no we stopped pirate that um, with um with... you know we're almost <laughs> to world war three right now you're gonna you're
2: gonna anger that's the, the China, though. <laughs> yeah i think that's the worst no. part about the movie is uh at this point in human history i'm kind of watching this movie going now maybe Tyler's
0: got a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, obviously. That's why it's so popular now, is because that it's much like Ted Kaczynski. You know, people are like, mm, you know, maybe he wasn't. I, maybe I, think
1: Fight Club, yeah. I think Fight Club is an absolute masterpiece in, most, in the top three of the list yeah, of the 90s <laughs> movies.
2: Here's one that, knowing the twist, doesn't detract from the movie at all.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> no, I, mean, I did not see it coming. I did not see it coming. But, I didn't, yeah, movie, oh, I, was, did, I hey. didn't either the first time. But I mean, rewatchability. <laughs> Does it does it hurt that you know it? Yeah, doesn't hurt it it doesn't at all. Hurt.
0: Oh yeah, makes it I, a little I, I better, did. somewhat.
1: Um, yeah, I did not see that the end coming on that. That was that was that was quite the twist um, for the English person. Um, Fifteen, Unforgiven. Uh, you
0: missed one. Uh, oh, did I? See- no, I didn't. I said JFK. Did you? No, you didn't. I didn't hear you say that. You were just talking about
2: Five Club. Then you went. Oh,
1: on... sorry. When you said about the twist at the ending, that's what I was talking about yeah, with JFK.
0: JFK. Uh, <laughs> the,
1: tw- the twist at the end. I did not see that coming. The guy got, he... shot? No <laughs> got shot. No way. A president got shot. Right. Yeah. The, you it, said it, twist, the twist, and it's, it's the end it's by Oliver Stone. and I'm thinking very... Oliver Twist. No. Right. So yeah. Sorry.
0: 16. JFK. I don't think that belongs. It's a. It, it, I don't. I hate Oliver Stone and I don't like I, honestly, I
2: don't think I've ever seen it or if I have I don't remember it, it
0: there's it's but just the whole
2: magic bullet theory it's just just complete horse shit if you yeah, have any research into it at it's, all. it's
0: it's pure it's beyond Alex Jones level of tin full hat bullshit
2: <laughs> uh, Oswald was a was a dumbass commie who shot the guy it was a loser Sim,
0: simple ass simple move ass. on to the next one
2: 15 Unforgiven great Absolute movie yeah
0: great movie probably one of the best westerns ever
2: I I I think this definitely uh, excuse me I'm the three hard. amigos 80s I said, uh, that's one 80s
0: of. yeah I, and I said one of I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> we're, we're doing 90s movies that's an 80s movie yeah okay Um.
1: 14
2: Fargo great movie
0: I, yeah I, it's not something I've seen in a long time I need to revisit it it's pretty good man it's a it's a straight up crime, Cohen brothers like dark comedy. It's good. Mm. You it's know what's good.
2: weird is, is about that movie. And and this is not at all a criticism. In fact, I think it's to, it's mo- the movie's credit is that it it never really builds up to a climax. It just mm, everything there, yeah. just kind of happens, but yeah. the, it really works in this movie. I, I don't know how now to one, explain it.
1: One that I actually watched recently because I haven't seen it for a long time is number 13 Jurassic Park no,
0: and it is, it is brilliant. It's a shit it's... movie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: yeah, It's I mean I, there I are, think there are a, certain
3: I think there are holes
1: in the plot yeah, which are kind good. of eh. but overall it's just one of those films. The direction by Spielberg is absolutely you know, it's perfection.
0: I really was indifferent to that movie until what a month or two ago yoda was talking to me about it. maybe we weren't even on stream yet but he like he ex- like he explained some things to me he's like oh i see it now <laughs> you know it's like i appreciate some things there's about there's, I thought were there's,
2: there's a lot of underpinnings in the movie about uh,
0: uh,
2: fatherhood <laughs> right or parenting in general but fatherhood in particular and there's a lot of imagery in there uh, specifically i think the one I, I was telling you about is how uh they find the eggs. You find cracked open eggs, broken eggs, and you find all the, the feet foot footprints running away from the nest. Right. And then in the movie later on, you see Ellie coming to the broken car that had fallen out of the tree, clearly cracked and broken. And there's the footsteps of Alan and Tim going away from the. Car. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of little moments like that, you know, mm-hmm. all over in the movie. It- it's it's, the, I
1: think it's the last magical film that Spielberg did. I agree. Volleyball.
2: Absolutely. I, I feel like uh, 75 through 93 was the golden age of, of modern movies, so to speak. And 93 was that. the last one. And then it got stooped in 96 with Twister and Independence Day. I always liked
1: it. The, the, the thing that I always remember in Jurassic Park is Wayne Knight and how, um what's his name, Richard... Hammond, who no, not Richard Hammond, whatever. It's John Hammond, who owned it. We spared no. We spent we spared no expense, apart from hiring one IT guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, number twelve, seven. Another great movie. Again, it's just one of those films that you know what's gonna happen, but it is so beautifully done with the music the, and the, the city. And the,
0: yeah, the city's yeah. so oppressive and grimy. And every, it, you know, it's great. You feel uncomfortable watching it because you feel, like, cold and... and never you know, stops raining. Yeah, never stops raining until the end. So, yeah. well, my problem
2: is is that I didn't see Seven when it came out. I saw it again much, much later. And at that point, there had been so many... I don't want to say copycats, but... What's in the box? Yeah. Well, no, not even that. I'm talking about movies <laughs> yeah. that kind of tried to ate what yeah. Seven did, you know? Uh, right. so, Rip off so, when I finally... So when I finally watched 7 I was I felt like it was overrated cuz I'm like going, Yeah this is just another one of those that you know and I'm not giving it due credit of being the first one that did that but that's a that's a problem sometimes when some of these things get Yeah yeah done. For sure. it's, I, I it's, it's just same, funny example. enough
1: like when what I was going to say when the Simpsons do parody, sometimes you know, I can't watch The Shining and then the blood's coming out the door. Oh, that's unusual. Blood usually gets out on the second floor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know those things are in your head and they kind of just detract from it. A yeah, if bit. you
2: if you don't see it when it comes out, if you don't see these things at their yeah. at their peak, and you revisit them later, I think it shows. I don't know if it shows some cracks in the movie or if it's just like maybe if I'd seen it 20 years from now, when you know th- yeah. it's no longer and it. But even I then, saw, I would have signed all this other shit. So I, don't
0: I know. saw it on the I saw it on the theater with in the theater with a the date. Absolutely going in cold. I had not heard nothing about it and was very you know blown away. I can cause
3: imagine.
0: because I, yeah, I didn't know what I was even getting in. You know, did chick drug me to it? I was like, oh. and she just wants to see it. Goes Brad Pitts in, it, so I got to see him for two hours and and feel you know like I'm ugly compared to this fucking guy. You know, but it was completely engrossing. You know. It, yeah, it, it, well,
2: I mean, before you move on, I just think it's interesting how if certain movies, if you don't see them at the right time or whatever, they they detract mm. from your enjoyment. And, and this was one of them for me. I yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. Is it that? So then you start going, well, is it really that good? I mean, if you can't see it at any time because of all the ripoffs and you and it doesn't impact you the way it impacted everybody else, so I I kind of question it.
0: Is it really yeah. that good or not? uh yeah it's pretty good man i mean even it's, going I, back and rewatching it i'm still just as like captivated as i am I especially I knowing that David kevin, century, because you
2: had because you had that experience
0: and well mainly because kevin spacey's playing his real world selfie in it <laughs> <laughs> he's not even acting they yeah. just they just turned up with
1: a camera and followed Visionary. him around. oh
2: come on <laughs> sean great. he doesn't cut their heads off he just rapes them
1: <laughs> number 11 saving private ryan now, yeah, again, I I've, I've seen this once, twice maybe, but I don't,
0: I've, I've not been... You remember how angry I made everybody in the comments when I said that how stupid the end of Saving Private Ryan was <laughs> a few months ago? Th- the, 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 not just blowing the bridge and leaving, and they all got like, have you never heard of Honor and Duty? Uh-huh. I like
2: pra- <laughs> Saving Private Ryan is an amazing, fantastic film, and I love America.
1: Yeah, I should probably watch it again. I suppose. I think the first time I watched it, the issue that I had with it was, is I did think it was a bit bloody stupid that there was like a Tom Hanks and his in his troop were trying to find Ryan so that he could go home, and I kept thinking that seems like a bit of a waste of time. Maybe they should, you know, shoot Germans instead. <laughs> and and so, uh,
2: I guess the, my... there was a real story about four there brothers was, yeah. who got killed all at the same time. And yeah, so I think somebody huge deal back some in of the day. They did. Yeah. yeah. There are actually and
0: two there's two there's some that got killed on a they all died on a boat in the navy. And then on D-Day there was four of them that and and they thought three of them died and they sent one of them home and he was in the 101st Airborne Division, but it turned out that his brother, one of the brothers there there was a, the one of the three presumed dead actually turned out not to be dead, but at the time, you know, they did not know that, and it was a big thing. Yeah, I, mean, I point, do also.
2: The point remember, of the movie though. is the cost of
0: war, how it, yeah. You
1: know. Well, I was going to say one thing I do remember is my grandfather was um, at the Normandy landings. Nobody cares
0: uh, about what your grandfather did in World War Two, George. Dude. <laughs> just listen to this out. He, he used to he drive had, he the had boats. A hot dog stand. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the Germans was the thing he was gonna that's the twist. He was one of the Germans. He, he loved right the Not
2: Twist. Right you're gonna feel you're gonna feel
1: really bad now because he, he was one of the, the people tux. that used to drive the boats up to the beach and watch everybody get dumb moaned down by machine guns and then used to have to go back and take more there. So just to take the edge off those jokes. <laughs> all
0: right that, but not i do remember take him. the edge off of that joke what are you talking about yeah he probably loved it yeah no, I, I mean he... I, I i i'm sure he was the guy in the boat glad
2: that's not me <laughs> yeah better time you than to go me, get God. another sack of meat
1: that is one of my favorite jokes of um actually my dad my grandfather died in auschwitz he fell out of a machine gun tower <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. Oh,
0: that i a. Good, I'm saving that one for my own repertoire later. Thank you for that, George. <laughs> so,
1: number ten, Silence of the Lambs. Uh... now I was disappointed with this because there was no sheep in it at all.
2: <laughs> well, they don't I need to be like silent sheep. You, you know, don't need to show them anyway. They're silent. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic movie um it's the ending is so great with the night vision thing and the and the claustrophobia a yeah. uh, real neat examination into into the uh, into madness sean you have you have severe mental and emotional issues what did you think of how this portrayed that sort of thing
0: hit very close to home
1: you've eaten a man's liver with a bottle of that um, candy haven't no you? no i'm more of a, <laughs> wear a woman's
0: skin for a right okay <laughs> A jacket. And you get the um, best
2: joke in Clerks 2 where he's standing outside with his dick tucked in. Yeah.
0: Wild
2: horses.
1: Number nine. The Hunt for the Red October. It absolutely um, great movie. I see again. I've watched it but I can't there's a submarine in it and Sean
0: Connery. I think that this might be one of those that cultural differences might not making it yeah. good for you on, in this case
2: <clears throat> i i watched it once and i haven't watched it since and it's kind of one i don't i i remember liking it i just for this it never yeah, never I, felt I, need to go back to uh, it so
0: yeah i mean this one depends on how much you like military themed movies and stuff like that I, i'm you know
1: just like oh yeah we're we're talking to the homosexual, sexual aren't we right. yeah
2: you know, like Commando, those kinds of movies. So you want the, well, like, no, this one real know, this accurate.
0: One. You know, no, no, no. It, you know, I don't know, man. I, it's a great movie. It's universally <laughs> loved by everybody that I know that has real taste in films. So, um, and
1: then, okay, so number eight, The Shawshank Redemption.
2: I, I gotta pull this dagger out first. So you know, <laughs>
0: put these. You know, I like out. The Green Mile better than I like Shawshank Redemption. Ah, oh, bullshit! I'm telling you the truth. Shawshank
2: far superior
0: you well, have a magic it, it,
2: bees it, coming out of it, a big, it, giant
0: it is a very compelling story about the human condition but I like I, I agree it's a masterpiece movie but I likewise I like uh, the Green Mile better because I like that fantastical element in uh, oh uh, yeah there is that
2: too I, I do, I do like Green Mile I just can't take it quite as seriously as I do Shawshank I think Shawshank really hits it perfectly Yeah. can I, can I do a prison joke yes please <clears throat> oh god
1: no, you're like this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not funny, really, but I was. I will tell it. I was raped. <laughs> I was ra- that kind of build up. Let me get it out. <laughs> I, I was raped in jail. Um, it's just my dad used to take Monopoly really seriously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've hit all of the LMO high points today Nazis, killing the. the, the <clears throat> and getting prison well, and was-
1: he- <laughs> and, and, and just, just to just to keep on just to keep up the laughs number seven shingler's list <laughs> uh, oh my favorite comedy i
2: hate you both so much
1: shingler's <laughs> oh. list again is just it's a masterpiece work yeah, move it's... on
0: from that one or we'll okay right
1: number number six then this is a film i've never been able to finish because it's dull as dishwater dead man with um johnny deb
2: i've never seen it i've never heard of it <laughs> It's
1: ah, oh, I've tried watching it twice, and it's just it's so boring. Jim Juramush I think, is yeah the director, and I just I cannot get into his stuff at all. It's just it's pretentious crap. Um, not not me at all. Maybe let's try again. Number five, Pulp Fiction. Great soundtrack.
0: Yeah,
2: Oh, I love it. I love it. I it's, still love it. I, I find new things in it every time. It's it's one of those that works on re- has enormous repeat value and has great. I, so what? It,
1: what are your thoughts then on what's in the briefcase?
2: What's in the briefcase? You know what? I've I. That's one of those things that I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> I do. I do. I know. I but mean, you,
2: I like. Uh, I like. You it. must have heard like the that fan
1: it. theory of what it is. Yeah, I may not have, go ahead. And His tell soul. Us. It's soul. Well, apparently, yeah, apparently, is is um, Marcel's Wallace's soul.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, I have heard that. I, you know I never really thought of it I've gotta be honest with you that way I just I just like the I don't know maybe it's the the vignette style or something but they they all kind of tie together it's almost <laughs> yeah. done like uh what what's uh the guy who did Batman well, I can't remember names anymore the guy who did the dark Knight trilogy
0: um Nolan christopher nolan
2: yeah. I had a christopher nolan that's kind of you know out of out of order kind of thing going on yeah and when it's funny it's just like when he blows that guy's braids all over the back windshield that's, oh god that is just that laugh whole, out loud
0: funny that whole vignette too and then and and and, and uh, Quir- tarantino himself plays a great part in that yeah. acting the most <laughs> to me it's the fun the best part of, the most entertaining part of the movie it's no it's, for me
1: it's bruce it's bruce willis when he he's picking out the weapons
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a good part. Yeah, that's that one, those are my two, you know, the high points for me, though.
1: Okay, number four, Miller's Crossing.
0: I think he put way too much credit, give that way too much credit. It's a solid film, but, man, it ain't that, it ain't. It don't belong that high. I I can't remember much about it. Irish mobsters in the U.S. in the 20s or 30s or whatever, and it's a convoluted, twisted, you know, hard-boiled, Mobster. it's all
2: right never never seen it it's all right
1: number three la confidential now i remember everybody raving about this but i i i haven't seen it for years and again i can't really remember much about it i need to
0: revisit it it's a great movie man i love it i've watched that one probably a few times a year
2: never seen it fair enough
0: really yeah Yeah,
2: these last two I just haven't gotten around to seeing you
0: know number two Heat absolute masterpiece man I love it of course you'd know I'd love it I've watched it once when it first came out and
1: I don't remember enjoying it but again I just maybe I just don't appreciate it at the time maybe I need to revisit that as well
0: well there's no Jewish kids getting shot in it so probably it's not your forte it's not not just Jewish kids
1: just kids
2: in general (laughs) Um,
1: I uh, and number one, oh, on.
2: Do I get to have my opinion on any of this? You just like skip I right over me every time. Yeah, um, I, I haven't had my
1: dinner yet because of the whole state day for, like, saving yeah, hours. No, I, I feel I weak.
2: I think your true feelings are being brought out on this yeah. show. We're There's gonna a have a whole yeah. Uh <laughs> um, just... I saw I saw Heat uh, again. Uh, one of those I saw recently. Trying to work my way th- through different things that I've missed. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well put together, uh, but I I don't have that, you know, where people are just gaga over it. And like I thought it was great. I would watch it again, but it's not like something I would go out of my way to defend or or you know, it's just so you really see it recently. Solid. Yeah, I thought
0: recently. Uh, yeah, um, if you saw it at the time, I, I think that you would probably... probably different. Yeah, mm.
2: but uh, again, I have nothing bad to say about the movie. I really enjoyed it.
0: Probably one of the best firefights ever put on film too was, for real reason. Good.
2: Yep.
1: I kinda of wanna watch
0: it just for that, just
1: to sort of, you know, sit there and think, cool, Sean going on about his guns look like, mm. mm. And then number one, apparently his best movie of the nineties was Goodfellas.
0: No. It's not the best movie of the nineties. But
1: it, it should be on the list. It is
0: not number one though.
1: It's it is a uh, Joe Pache in it's brilliant. Yeah. Funny. How am I funny to you? Funny how?
0: How am I funny? <laughs> I, I, I thought I, think, still... I thought you said you, you I thought you said you're I'm a rot spotter that's a quote huh? from the movie that you oh is know. it
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it for many many years <laughs> I, I haven't
2: I haven't seen it in a while either but I've seen it a few times and it is great and I think there is an argument to be made for it to be at the top of the 90s whether or not it is or not I think <clears> I don't <throat> think it's unreasonable to say that it could be it's that good.
0: If you're if you tend to like crime and stuff like that kind of movies or that yeah I could see it but see to me I not, mean you gonna tell you... me that it it's a better movie than Shawshank Redemption do you think that would you say that that is a better movie no. than Shawshank Redemption
1: no because like I think Shawshank is 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 again just one of those films that's just close to perfect in every way.
0: I mean, I don't. I like crime and shoot 'em ups and violence. And even I would not say that. Oh, that's it, it, that's a better movie than Shawshank. I, I can't even say, you know. And I would be more prone to say that than probably you two would be. I uh,
1: the weird thing is, is I watched The Irishman when it came out, wherever it was, a couple of years ago, whenever it was. To me, The Irishman was just. It wasn't Goodfellas two. But it was just Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and a few other people doing some gangster stuff. Yeah, and it, you know, it was, The Irishman just absolutely bored the crap out of me. It just I did not get it at all.
0: It didn't bore me, and I was entertained. But I will, it, I will never rewatch it. Not because I hate yeah. it, but I it's the kind that I will not revisit unless I was at somebody's house and they were like, "Oh yeah, let's watch this," or you know, something like that. I guess.
2: What's the What's the best movie of the '90s then?
0: I would say T- Terminator 2 would be the one I'd put on that list for sheer awesomeness and entertainment value, man. I mean, it fucking what does it not have that everybody that any anybody like us would like it, you know?
1: For me, I would have to say Fight Club because I just think Fight Club is it's it's so perfect. It's so well done. I'd put it within one or two of each other, you know, for sure. It is close. The Matrix, Terminator 2, Fight Club i think we'll I, probably be in my top
0: three I, I, what about true lies and um uh, the last boy scout would you guys have that on a list true lies you know 97 i haven't seen last boy scout for many years
2: yeah. um, it,
0: it didn't do well at the time i don't bl- recall it being that big of a hit at the time
2: yeah i last boy scout is i don't know I, it's all right it, i liked uh I like True Lies a lot, but I mean, you know, maybe top action movies of the 90s, that kind of thing. But it's a top movie. It's it's fine. It's crowd-pleasing.
0: It it, it deserves to be on the list more than Dead Man. I... <laughs> Yeah. Would you,
1: would that oh, you yeah. <laughs> anything, anything that deserves to be on a list, better more than Dead Man. Like I say, I just, I, I cannot, I cannot understand why anybody would sit through that. I really can't. He
0: just it wanted was... to sound. He just wanted to sound smart and cultured as all. Well. It's like, oh, I'm oh yeah, put... I'll put
1: in Fight Club, and I put in so. Oh, I put in something a bit, you know, snobby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead Man's really or, great. As a, well.
0: f- a film connoisseur such as myself likes things like Dead Man.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a connoisseur at all okie doke right so that's wrapped wrap that up Star Wars um, Star Trek's getting screwed over more than Star Wars according to Sean and um, the top 25 90s movies were all in the wrong order
0: <laughs> we've put that to bed that about sums it up that's right and yeah. everybody knows the best
2: 90s movie of course was The Phantom Menace let's just
0: yeah we we're the ones that got the microphone on the live show, so our opinion is just the one that <laughs> yeah, is the that's most right. subjectively.
1: If added. you're not going to type in and say anything, your opinion means nothing.
2: <laughs> well, well, speaking of which, there's a lot of chatting here. Do you wanna you wanna? Yeah, he, we he should put answer a lot of
0: Into that, so we should respond to some of that. Yes. Um, Breakable
1: was very good. Uh, yeah it was it was not bad which um, one the cop- Unbreakable. Uh, the Unbreakable. Is, uh, uh, 2000 M-not, M-not. windows 2000 my my yeah yeah 2000 the cops run that was from um,
0: Ed Wood <laughs> when they're filming he's like cops run do we have a permit no <laughs> that's um, such a good movie man I'm, I want to watch it now just us talking about it. makes me want to watch it again
1: I th- it's worth watching just for seeing Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi he's so good um, Boris Karloff was not good enough to eat my shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's like so tired and he goes shoots up some heroin he's like let's shoot this fucker <laughs> 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 Um, and copycat with Sigourney Weaver. Dude, nobody talks about that anymore. Like, I watched it a couple of months ago just because it came on one of the millions of movie channels I have, and and I was I remember I watched it in the theater at the time, and I had not thought of it since. So, no. Yeah. I th- I mean, again, said, I think I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you
1: a thing about says, it. He says
0: Unbreakable is also on the
2: list of movies where knowing the twist does not hurt. I would absolutely agree with that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, yeah. mo- it's a good movie. It's a good movie i did find it a bit
1: paced slowly it could have been Absolutely. a bit more of an action film you know it's uh, you know if you made it into an action movie it would have been a really decent one but it was quite uh, yeah. um it, it, of it, a slog
0: i think it was sort of i mean it, it, it's a um what would you call it you know it's sort of a backdoor superhero movie at the time because uh yeah he was like he wanted to make a superhero movie but i guess nobody had let him or whatever and he was like oh let's sneak it in so it's probably that way because of that i think
2: after avatar it's probably for the best <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so um and that's pretty much it thank you manix for joining us eggy did join us earlier um uh but like i say Aggie, you need to get on and and chat with us because it would be nice to have you back it'd be nice to talk to somebody who's got an intelligent accent Dane was on here a couple of weeks ago. I can always invite him back. Oh, no, speaking of that, sorry,
0: that's what I was going to say before we do wrap up. So who have we got as a special guest with us next week? Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, Cecil from Good Bad Flicks, the gigantic YouTube channel. That's right. Okie doke. We may actually
2: have double digits in our viewers this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, if if not on the, on the live stream, there will be a big uh, watch probably. Because Cecil has like half a million followers and... 20, like 10 years of being on YouTube or longer.
2: Yep. I'm going to actually do some research. I've been watching Good Bad flicks since he was kind of, it's got to be over 10 years now, but he was on a, I mean, he was on YouTube, but he, he his videos were getting published on a website called The Agony Booth. And we ask him about that. And, and,
0: uh, yeah, he's been on like that. And then, uh, oh God, there's a couple of sites that are now defunct, I think, that he, he was part of. He was on that and uh, – oh, God, was it uh, – I can't think of him off the top of my head now. But, yeah, he's been around on several places. and had, He was on the uh, Radio Drone podcast on 1201 Beyond with Josh Hadley and Peter Gajic, which is known as uh, the Cinemascist on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cool. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, he was on the, uh, uh, on that In Search of Tomorrow yeah, I'm, I'm and, definitely yes. gonna watch that. By the way, and I love the, the other uh, three that yeah. they've done, and the In Search of Darkness. He he was on all those, commentator on there, uh, on there with the big guys like uh, Angry Video uh, Nerd. It
2: was the first time I'd actually seen him. I'm, I'm watching him talk. I'm like, who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, I know that voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's normally cool. pretty private. Yeah. He's so, a Star well, Trek and Star Wars super nerd like yourself, so Well we'll not- see
2: about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Challenge I, I, accepted. I think he named one of his kids Picard or something, <laughs> so
1: I thought you were gonna say Jabber or something like that.
0: No, he really I think he really did uh, name one of his kids after some Star Trek character or something. That's the rumor this is, anyway. This is my little son
1: Luke and his sister, Salah's <Solacious> B Crumb.
0: <laughs> jar
1: Jar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but now, given cool. her, okay. given her uh, chosen profession, we've renamed her Horta. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> and, uh,
1: so that with it, then, that means we're going to have to watch the jokes next week. Yeah, so.
0: uh, yeah, we have to. Well, no, but I'll be good. Have, I'll be good. We, no, 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 it, it's not that he, we just have to no politics because he's very careful about keeping his neutrality on that because he's no, he's big, you know. Cool. So we're going to leech off the popularity nice of somebody be, else next
1: week. As I it say, could. it'd
2: be nice to talk about something, that, 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 to actually talk about movies. I have this sinking suspicion, I'm going to ask him this, that he actually um, like bought an old uh, VCR rental place. And they're just like stacks of this shit in the back. and he's Because he keeps finding movies. I'm like, where does he find this crap? I've never seen I've, or even heard of this stuff before. But he'll find some uh, the, obscure that's, ADC. I know he's got a stack of them in there. He's just watching them. He's like, oh, here's another one I'll talk about. I've Nobody been finding knows some when great stuff
0: lately. I'll tell you how he knows about all this stuff. It's the same reason that every movie he talks about I've already seen is that he probably didn't have parents that cared about him and sat in front of hbo <laughs> all day every day during the summer you're saying no. all you're saying his entire
2: youtube channel is a cry for help yeah yeah it's like everything i say is a cry for help
1: um yeah no i've been finding some interesting stuff it was weird actually on that documentary they had a movie called strange invaders and i remember having a vhs of that but the weirdest thing is i don't remember anything about the movie it was so weird. I watched it again yesterday, and I do not remember anything about it, even though I know I had
0: the VHS. Do you remember Space Invaders where, like, one of the aliens sounds like yes. uh, Jack Nicholson? Yes. And they crash yeah. land on Earth, and they got this enforcer drone.
2: I love that movie, and I am very, <laughs> very careful never to watch it again and disrupt any <laughs> yeah. fond memories I no. had. Yeah.
0: It's, it's just as fun, and it's just as entertaining now as it was the Trust me. Yeah,
2: I, I love... I. I never got tired of the them because they kept you know saying prepare to die, our scum. Everything yeah. would screw up, and finally the one guy comes, prepare to die, our scum. We're gonna carve that <laughs> on your tombstone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they get on the donut of death, and he's like,
2: "Yeah, it, it just falls apart." <laughs> yeah, uh, great, brilliant.
1: Baby. Okay, so let's wrap this up. I've got to have food. I'm wasting yeah, away yeah. to normal here. Yeah, 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 me too. I haven't eaten. Babies, are you are you wrapping up then for us, Yoda?
2: Ah, uh, you know what, Sean? Why don't you why don't you contribute? To oh, cool. thing for once, okay.
0: okay. We're see y'all next week. Oh, <laughs> you can uh, yeah, you can find us maximum at, uh, effort. Yeah, go to lastmovieoutpost.com. <coughs> Read our rambling. You can find Yoda at something at Twitter. <coughs> Say what, George? I can't remember because I don't have Twitter. Sorry, I'm normal.
2: I hate to say it, but that's actually a lot more entertaining than mine. <laughs> All
0: right, uh, guys. There's some other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> I got a send website. money
1: to Sean Thompson at uh, PayPal.com.
0: Yeah, I've actually got a website that Yoda refuses to promote because he's jealous. If you like gun stuff, ScatteredShots.com. I, I, uh,
2: I would never refuse to promote your website because <laughs> I know you are well-armed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> quite frightened of you to be honest with you the only
0: reason i'm here is because they're afraid of me yeah
2: yeah we're not we're not stupid you know i'm not
0: i live on the other side of the atlantic
2: yeah they don't never get go- so. never gonna
1: find me yeah he's never gonna find me though yeah <clears throat> well they you see, Sean land- landing much. landing in london going do you know phil yeah he's down there
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll just use my nose to find you it's like what's the smelliest place
1: Nope, you're still gonna. Be I'll stuck just in a go.
0: Little, uh... I'll say, "Where's the middle-aged dude that, wa- that walks around with a bathrobe that looks like a Jedi robe?" And they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we know that guy." Oh That's
2: yeah, a lot of guys, we man. know that guy. That's Prince Charles. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Yoda. Seems as Sean's, Sean's conclusion was about as interesting as well. Anything Sean says, really. <laughs>
2: If if you're if you're still wa- we have five viewers so if you're still watching I'm sorry I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's kind of full Better
0: though. a lot better than last week.
2: <laughs> Come to lastmovieoutpost dot com because we have all the latest in streaming and movie news. We are the cool news now. You can reach us at contact us at last I am at drunken Yoda one. He is at not George Lucas one. And of course we are at movie outpost. So tweet us anytime you'd like. We also have this YouTube channel. We need you to subscribe. We need you to like, and we need you to share. We need all the help we can get. Uh, you can uh, hit that big red subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it. And of course, smash the like button that helps the YouTube channel and the youtube algorithm that you actually like this and even if you don't smash it anyway because we don't want to just leech off of you we got other people we can leech off of
0: if you had a youtube show we'd like it
2: that's right we would
0: or we would hit the button that's
2: right (laughs) damn it i was on a roll you guys broke it all up (laughs) So anyway, we will have uh, a good, bad C- flicks Cecil on here next week. And uh, I'm, I i got to tell you, I'm really looking forward to that. And we will have more videos coming your way. I know uh, George is working on some. I have a overlooked I'm working on. And of course, every Saturday you can have the entertainment news brought to you by myself and no one else because no one else wants to take the blame. And I don't blame them so with that i will let you guys go uh george got any final words no (laughs) technically that is a word uh sean anything from you
0: uh tune in next week to watch us have a guest way out of our pay grade on (laughs) see see us completely out of our depths that's right Watch a real pro at work.
2: You got, you got to watch the actual living embodiment of the old Chris Farley show. You, you remember that video you did? It was really cool. Man,
0: I love that one time that you made that joke and that one went Oh yeah. my god, man, that's cool.
2: God, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> All right, we better end this because we're way over to this went way longer than I expected it to. So. I know. I'm still hungry. I know before George starts eating his own microphone there, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, head out and we will see you on the next stream.